Clippers and Mavs tonight, game six of their Western Conference playoff series, tipping off at 9 o'clock Eastern time. Mavs up 3-2 in the best-of-seven matchup with the game in Dallas tonight. Some news from the NFL. A report from the NFL Network says assistant coaches from four NFL teams could lose their Tier 1 status because they refuse to get the COVID-19 vaccine. If the coaches don't get the vaccine, they won't be allowed on the field in meeting, in meeting rooms, that is, and can't have direct interactions with players. Multiple reports say that free agent corner Bashad Breeland's joining the Minnesota Vikings, while the Seahawks signed punter Michael Dixon to a new four-year extension. Patriots quarterback Cam Newton had to leave OTAs today after suffering a hand injury in workouts. Jets head coach Robert Salas' left tackle, Mekhi Becton, has been dealing with a foot injury that's kept him out of OTAs. Seventh-seed Serena Williams won her third-round match in straight sets at the French Open. Patrick Cantlay, your leader right now at the Memorial at 8-under par. I'm Dan Beyer. Full Court Press. There is no stopping this team. The Aggies, the Jazz, the high schools. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Merrill for the lead. He's got it. It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and RJ Selvas. I'd hate to see how you balance your checkbook. I'm telling you, I'd hate to see you general manage a team. Y'all getting paid millions to act like the full court press on sports talk radio 1069 fm 1390 a.m the fan welcome to the full court press i'm ajay salveson agent i cody olton joining us here on a friday edition happy friday everybody you made it to the freaking weekend Feel good Friday. Can you try not to insult uh, the fans today? Okay, RJ? you know what? All right, I am sorry. Just, I uh, and because I, I am that. sorry that you didn't let me finish my sentence. Right, it's my fault, Cody. Right, the that fans, you interrupted me. The fans definitely didn't take because it that you way. let me finish. Like, whoa! Oh my god! I think that should point out how egregious of a statement it was for you to make. Gosh, look. You make I don't want you to scare fans away from the show because clearly this show is right more often than it's wrong. And, hey, Jordan Clarkson, everybody. <laughs> We've been on the bandwagon all week. How about his closeout game? A couple nights ago, the Utah Jazz closed out the Memphis Grizzlies in five, four games to one. Tonight, the uh, Clippers here on the uh, – to get your Friday going. It's the only basketball game here on a Friday night. Clippers in Dallas. Game six in Dallas. Dallas wins this one. We play Sunday afternoon. If yep. Dallas loses Game Seven on Sunday, and the Dow and the Utah Jazz get a couple days of extra rest. So, guys, to start this show today, I want to talk Utah Jazz basketball. We get through Round One. First question for both of you: Was the series closer than we? I, I heard David Locke say on the broadcast, you know, this series wasn't that close. Do you guys agree or disagree with that? I mean, because it was four games to one, but I felt like. I mean, all for except for Game 5 was really tough. I think we talked about this two days ago. We talked about how there was not a game. Uh, granted, maybe there was a little bit in the in Game 5, but there was no boring basketball at all. I thought it was very competitive the entire way through. Yeah, four games to one sounds kind of, you know, like, oh, what a landslide. A gentleman's sweep, but there was no, no boring basketball. I thought it was very competitive. I thought Memphis did a very good job competing. Fun fact, my dad hates that phrase. He doesn't understand it at all. <laughs> Gentleman sweet. He hates it. Really? Yeah, <laughs> he understand hates that? It. He he doesn't understand why you would call it why would you you would use the phrase sweep when it's not a four zero series. And 
gentleman sweep is just common vernacular. And my brother and I both tried to explain it to him, and he won't say it. He said, if he thinks someone's going to win in five, he says win in five. Win in five? That's what he says. It's weird. You know what was really amazing about this series is just seeing some of these guys. I mean, Memphis was the second second youngest team in the playoffs, I believe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, and and boy, for me, let's start with Memphis. They've got a heck of a future. Yeah, and do. I know I hate Dylan Brooks. I, I was really <laughs> hoping someone would get him in the in the Wachobies, and he unfortunately tweeted, that didn't happen. He tweeted game night, send in Azabuki <laughs> to lay him out just for good measure. Yeah. He tweeted well, that. Put some good sauce on it. it. <laughs> I know. And he, what did say? I don't incite any violence. Says the guy who doesn't want to incite violence. I thought you were inciting a riot. It was bad. <laughs> I mean, to go back to your original question, though, Ajay, I would say yes and no because I agree with Cody. Right, the game was was the games were competitive. Uh, except for the closeout game where the Jazz kind of just put them away early. But the other argument would be, I guess, if you were to say it wasn't as close as, as the score indicated, I think you could make an argument for that because think of how terrible the Jazz played in game one and they still only lost by three. Yeah. And then even though the Grizzlies would crawl back into game two, three, and four, basically Donovan said, yeah, okay, my time, and then they'd put them away and they'd win by a few scores. So I think you could make the argument um, that by that standard, it wasn't as close that the Jazz kind of got up Grizzlies had to call back, and then they played their closer card, and then they, it wasn't like wasn't like once those four stretches happened, it, it got interesting after Donovan was like, all right, now I'm going to turn it on and close you out. It's not like it was back and forth, then the Jazz would go back up by 8 to 12 points, and that's how the, the game would end. Um, I I would say, if anything, the thing that would concern me more is the physicality of the series, but yeah, the, good point. the Dallas and, and uh, Clippers series going a little bit more extended. It's probably good for them at least get a couple days. I think my question would be, would you rather, I guess two parts, would you rather play Dallas or Clippers? And if so, in part two, base that on also, would you rather have the extra rest, say this that series goes seven, or would you rather just kind of pick up after six so you can kind of keep you know, your rhythm going? Uh, I just think for the health and rest purposes, it'd be good for the Jazz to get a couple days off because um, this, this isn't the second youngest team anymore. I mean, this is... One of the older teams, that includes Mike Conley, Joe Ingles. Bogey is not 100% healthy. I don't think Donovan's 100% healthy either. Nah, I uh, so. Probably not. But, I mean, I, I would like that rest just for a couple more days. Give it a little bit more time for Alex Jensen to be able to scout film. By the way, Alex Jensen, as scouting film or scouting the opponent, is one of the best in the NBA. There's a reason why teams love him, and there's a reason why the Utah Jazz doubled his pay to keep him in, in Salt Lake City uh, as a member of that Utah Jazz staff. He's... He's been so good. By the way, speaking of Donovan Mitchell, in that series against Memphis, he played 104 minutes. He scored 110 points in that series. I think that would be the argument for why it wasn't close because you'd say Donovan came in and Memphis had no answer for him. They just kind of played him. It seemed like first half he played a little bit normal and then they, they were a little bit more careful in the second half until it was like, all right, Donovan, go close it out for us. It just seemed like the same type of mentality or, or the, the, the frustration that Jazz fans felt, what Jaw did. In game one yeah. was oh what continued throughout the entire series, what Donovan did to Memphis. Donovan in this series averaged 28.5 points, 7.5 assists, uh, three boards. He had a 46-41-94 split. That was in four straight wins. I mean, they were down 0-1 without Donovan, and then Donovan comes in, and they win four straight games. That tells you all you need to know about what the impact Donovan Mitchell has on this Jazz team, but it also tells you how concerned and how worried you should be if the Jazz have a game and Donovan Mitchell's not playing. I mean, I think that's why it's a big deal for them to close it out in five because no matter what, the uh, you said, what, Sunday? So they're going to get at least four days off or whatever and yeah. a chance to scout. 
Uh, back to the question, though, who would you rather play, the Clippers or the Mavericks? Mavericks in a heartbeat. Please I, give me the Mavericks. I think so, too. Dude, I, I just, like, we've been making fun of PG-13 for quite some time, <laughs> but I just got a feeling that when it comes to the Jazz, he's going to find a way to get his and light the Jazz. I I'm really am terrified that all of a sudden everybody's going to show up and they're going to play really, really well. That's the thing about the Clippers. You just don't know what yeah, they are. Yeah, they're a wild you card, don't know aren't they? they? Are. Yeah, exactly. They're, you're either a complete embarrassment, you want to hide your head in the sand, <laughs> or you're just coming out and just destroying people. I don't get it. So weird. And with that series, and I think, is it AJ you said this, or is it you, Cody? Mm. I don't get this series. I don't understand what's going on with this Clippers-Mavericks series. It's made no sense to me at all. I don't, think it's, I don't think it's exclusive to me and uh, AJ. I think it, everyone said that. <laughs> everyone said, I don't understand. Well, did, you, did you see the clip uh, they showed uh, Kawhi Leonard had a chance to make? I think it was a game-tying shot. Did you see Ray John Wando get in his face? Yeah, because he airballed the three. Here's the thing, though. I don't think that was Kawhi's fault. He got stuck in that corner. I mean, they like they... They make sure they tagged Kawhi on the inbound. I don't feel like he really had much of a choice. I mean, that's a fair point. I just think it's interesting. You want to give Rondo a three? You don't want to give a guy who shoots 20% from deep a three? No, I just think it's an interesting point from the standpoint of how how many times is that team, like, they're like, oh, who are the leaders? And Kawhi and Paul George are silent leaders, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) And that's what they brought Rondo in. That was the argument for trading for him is that he's that fiery guy. He's been on a championship team, too, now, and he knows how to win. I just feel like it's an interesting dynamic to watch from the standpoint of we've also seen Rondo blow up a team because he couldn't control himself. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and the problem with Rondo is is he doesn't have a lot to back up because Rondo was not that great in uh, Game 5. Honestly, he wasn't that good. Um, and part of the reason that the Mavericks really make a comeback and then keep the lead is because of Rondo. But, uh, th- yeah, this Clippers team is about as wild card of a team as I've seen in a, in a while. And and by the way, Dallas won that game, and maybe with the exception of Doncic, nobody else played well. Chris Depps wasn't good. Yeah. Uh, Porzingis wasn't very no, well. Oh, no, no. He was, yeah. And then who's the big guy? Uh, Bo? Kleber? Kleber? No, the <laughs> Boga? What's his name? I can't remember. The, the big seven-foot-four oh, guy. Oh, Boban. Yes. Boban? Uh, I mean, he just... He looks like he belongs in a sideshow. Yeah, like, dude, he honestly. was lost. He was in one of the John Wick movies, I think. <laughs> what? I think he was. No way. Are you being serious? Yes. Good for him. Making <laughs> his way up in the world. <laughs> <laughs> was Boban in John Wick, John Wick 3? Comes up in Google. Yes, he was Ernest. Chapter 3, Boban Marjanovic was in the movie. Stop it. Maybe you should stick with acting instead of basketball then. <laughs> just a thought. By the way, in that game five, mm-hmm. how about Lucas assisting or scoring on 31 of the 37 possessions for the Mavericks in the, I think, second half? I mean, that's why I think you would definitely want to play uh, the Mavericks. I'm concerned still about the the wing defense as a whole Yeah. Uh, for the Jazz, but, I mean, that's, I think, why you'd want to play them because you would make the how much How much longer can he do this? I mean, he's been around in the NBA a little bit longer than Morant is, but he is just so essential to them doing what they do. At some point, you would think he's got to run out of gas. Who means more to their team? Damian Lillard to the Blazers or Luka to the Mavericks. If one mm-hmm. of the who would be damaged more, the Blazers losing Lillard or the Mavericks losing Luka? Man, I think the good. greater fall would be for Dallas. Like I think so too. Like I'm not saying that. Like I don't know. I'm kind of twisting your words a little bit here, Ajay. No, but right. like I think that the Dallas Mavericks as an organization fall farther. The greater the fall for Dallas, it would be if they lost Luka than. Portland would lose for Damian. I, I think I would agree just because I think Portland has a few other better tertiary pieces. Because obviously you'd still have McCollum. Uh, Nurkic isn't bad. 
So you have some decent pieces. I think Dallas is is not only not in the playoffs, they might be like top tier, top in lottery team without Luka. And honestly, I'm looking at the stats now. Uh, I think that really, if you're the Clippers, you can live with what Luka did because I know he scored 42 points. He took 37 shots to get there. Oh, wow. That's the definition of inefficiency. Um, and his assist numbers were, it was 14. That's really where I think you got to, you got to uh, try and hold him back. Is it, I guess you make the argument he's going to get his, especially if he's going to shoot that many times. Mm-hmm. I mean, for what it's worth, the team as a whole took 89 shots. He took 37. So he took, holy cow, close to half of the shots for the team. High usage. Uh, and that's why I think you know, you, you'd be curious about the one exhaustion level and two, um, as opposed to getting it out of his hands and trying to get those shooters open, maybe you just play him one-on-one and if you let him go by himself, uh, yeah, he's going to score a ton of points, but maybe in the long haul, in the, in the seven-game series, just be like, all right, let's see how long you can do this because we've already seen he's nicked up. Yeah. He's selling it well, by the way, too. Frankly, maybe you do a little bit more, not, not so much hack-a-shack because I think he's... Uh, th- that could get interesting, but I, I, I would definitely. I mean, my anytime he he goes to the hole, hit him, put him on his butt. Yeah. He goes in line, take your chances, yeah, make contact yeah. there. Uh, you know, you talked about high usage, Cody. Yeah, his is. I, I have to look it up, but that usage in Game Five of the win for the Mavericks for Luca had to be historic. His percentage of usage in possessions mm-hmm. had to be historic, like Michael Jordan usage in the NBA Finals. He played forty three of forty eight minutes. Holy, yeah, there was dude, only one other Mavericks you. player in double digits. It was Hardaway who had 20. Goodness gracious. We're going to recap Denver, Portland, and Phoenix, Los Angeles here in the, in the, uh, later in the show. I do got to preview this. So, and we're going to preview Brooklyn, Milwaukee. That is going to be one sexy series. I agree. We hope. Oh, that, yeah. that could be one of the better series we've, we've had Very in uh, at least this postseason. Uh, what the fuck? <laughs> what? It's an appropriate adjective. <laughs> it's, a phrase. Yeah, it's a thing. Oh, so let's get back to the Utah Jazz. Again, they await Dallas, LA. That could be Sunday for game one, and that could be Tuesday for game one. We don't know. Um, it depends what happens with the Mavericks and Clippers tonight in game six. Uh, again, if Mavericks win, we'll see game one in Utah on Sunday. By the way, full capacity. Uh, again, That's uh, a big deal. Yeah, too. huge full capacity for uh, for Utah Jazz in Vim- instead of Vimis Rome Arena. But again, just act like adults. Please, can we just act like we've been there? I agree. And, and not act like idiots, and so we don't have to make a. I mean, I loved them. Uh, I loved seeing John Morant's dad. I think it was yesterday on social media, seeing him. You know, talk to Donovan and how cool it was. Yeah. They got the ride, the dinner. They got the front side or uh, front court side seats with. Uh, and, and it just it was amazing hospitality, Ryan Smith. It shouldn't have to happen. Oh, completely. It shouldn't agree. have to happen. But speaking of his dad, did you see his quote post game? Uh no, I, I saw that. I, I, did he meet with Mitchell? Is that what I heard? Met with yeah. Mitchell, dabbed him up, and he's like, "I'm pulling for you guys." Yeah, ESPN threw up an article a couple days ago. Said after after the Jazz knocked out Memphis, he went up to Donovan Mitchell and said, "I'm rooting for you guys the rest of the way." So, John Morant's family's cheering for the Jazz to go all the way. Yeah, that's pretty cool, actually. That's yes. really cool. Hey, how special is John Morant going to be in the future? Isn't isn't he just something special? He's a he he's is a, stud. a slightly better jump shot away from being. Pretty much unguardable, and at this oh, point, he pretty much me. is. I mean, because he, he, I, I still. We had Carl in here last week. When we were talking. He's the uh, former USU trainer. He's a Memphis fan. We we're talking about, it and he was. I didn't think he was giving him enough credit, even though he's a Memphis fan. I think John Morant's handles are up there with Kyrie Irving's because, mm. I mean, how many times have we seen the Jazz series, especially in those late games, they could not stop him from getting to the basket. Yeah, no, that's a hundred percent true. And uh, you, you know, you talked about the jump shot. The one thing, and I know it's a. He's a young guy. He'll figure it out. The one thing that he needs to stop doing is whining about calls. Like there's there's times he's moping around or he's slow to get back because he's looking at the ref, and he'll get there. 
Um, but I just mean, the mentality side of being mentally tough, I think, is one thing. If he works on that and then you see, like improves his jump shot, boy, that kid is going to be something amazing in the future. I mean, that's the NBA as a whole. Though. I know. I was about to say is that. Would, that would put yes. him in a, yeah, every I mean, superstar. Luca's bad. Luke John is, Morant's bad. LeBron's Luke is bad. LeBron's bad. Anthony Davis, I don't think, is that bad. And he's been yeah. picking up a little bit from uh, LeBron. I mean, LeBron, I think, covers for everybody. I mean, yeah. you can find a whole... <laughs> You can find a whole hour's worth of of him selling calls, and I, I mean, Chris That's Paul true. for the longest time was obnoxious to me. I think he's toned it down since he left the Clippers. That Clippers team was atrocious about complaining about calls. Oh, they were horrible. Oh my gosh, can we talk about the the Brooklyn closeout game? By the way, yeah, let's. You do know it. the other benefit of having three top whatever ten players. I said six the other day. We'll say ten Thank top you. ten players. Uh, on the same team as you get a bunch of bullcrap foul calls. Oh yeah, there were so many bad calls in that game. Well, remember James Harden got those calls when he was in Houston again, and even the Jazz. I think, and it, this has become like a meme or something. But he takes a step back, another step back, and then another one. I mean, it's an obvious travel, yes. and the refs are like, "Huh, looks good to me." And then they called the foul on Rubio. Uh, no, I'm saying like that. It was so bad uh, in the the, it, and it didn't matter because Brooklyn obviously is going to win that series. Yeah. The Celtics is so depleted, and, and there's discussion about Brad Stevens had just been tuned out, so the players weren't listening to him. But like it was, it was so bad, and I get it. Superstars get calls, but I mean, good gosh, putting three of them on one team, I mean, you might as well start at a ten free throw deficit because it's disgusting the amount of calls that they either got on uh, offense or didn't get called against on defense. Hey, bad. by the way, you spoke of that article that came out uh, on Brad Stevens. I might owe you an apology, AJ. You might have been right. Told you. According to that article, Brad Stevens had kind of tuned himself out from the players, tuned himself out from the team and the organization, and the players were like, well, if you don't care, neither do we. There's a lot of there's a lot of discussion. I mean, at this point, I'm pretty sure it's accepted as sports fact because of how many people are saying it, but th- they've called it a promotion, I think, to save face. Really, the biggest thing for the Celtics is they decided they needed a change, and because he has like four years and twenty-eight or thirty million dollars left, they couldn't do anything with Brad. So, so it's not—I don't know that it's the best interest of the organization. They just decided, well, we can't fire him with this much money left, so we got to put him somewhere. Yeah, uh, AJ, you're the more pessimistic guy when it comes to Utah Jazz. So I'll start with Cody first. What is something that impressed you about the Jazz in this five-game? Uh, we'll call it the Jordan gentleman Clarkson. sweep of the. Uh, Say Stop it! Say Stop Clarkson. it! Don't I, persuade him. I just have a feeling. I don't know what else to say. No, <laughs> uh, something telekinesis. Telekinesis. No, telepathic. Oh my goodness! I mean, he was three for twelve in the closeout game for deep. So you know, classic Clarkson. Kind of, kind of a big deal, <laughs> dude. He doesn't know what a closeout game is because he played with crappy teams his whole career. Uh, um, uh, overall, as a whole, looking at this big picture, I say like the. The greatest thing that you can like hang your hat on was just the superstar tendencies and and potential that Donovan Mitchell had in in closing out and icing games. Yeah, great point. I never felt like there was some times when the game got close at the end, but I never was hitting the panic button because Donovan Mitchell, at at least for me as a Jazz fan, uh, calmed my nerves. In he just felt it just felt like he was in control and he was icing, and uh, I just didn't feel very much doubt. And I think that I is something very cool that maybe the Jazz haven't really had for a, a long while, at least, that we're coming into uh, to this playoffs anyway. By the way, Donovan Mitchell had 30-10 against in, uh, the Memphis in that closeout game. He joined Sterry Williams and John Stockton as the only Utah Jazz players with 30-10 and 10 in an NBA playoff game. That is amazing. Uh, AJ, let's go ahead and get to the pessimistic side. What bothers you? What concerns you the most about the Jazz as they get ready for round number two? 
I mean, besides the obvious Jordan Clarkson. I think, I, it, dude, I think, it, was, know, I think it was the response. They came out flat, and I think what really impressed me is in games two, three, four, and 5, they came out and they were in the lead. I, I think they took control of the game. They controlled the game for the most part after the first one. And then, like we said, I mean, Moran and them were able to sort of make a run. Um, and then Donovan closed it out. But I think the fact that they came out on and controlled the game from uh, the get-go, two, three, four, and five. I mean, you can't ask for much better than outscoring Memphis 47 to 27 in the first quarter of a closeout game. I mean, if there's anything that's going to take the soul away from a team who knows, okay, 3-1, it's not possible, but I mean, come on. (laughs) And to put them down 20 in the first quarter, I think pretty much just sealed it there. You knew you're like, it's done. Series is over after one. Here's some more stats with Donovan Mitchell, by the way. I just found, according to StatMuse, his uh, highest points per game in playoffs by an active player with the minimum of 25 games that have been played. Goes on this list. Kevin Durant at 29. LeBron James and Anthony Davis at 28. Donovan Mitchell, 27. That's, that's a, pretty good. That's a heck of a list to be a part Jordan of. Jordan Clarkson's like top 10. And then after scoring 20 points in the second half uh, in a few days ago, uh, Donovan Mitchell right now is averaging that 27.3. Uh, again, that is fourth best among active players in the NBA in regards to playoff games. I think that's the other reason I'd like to see the Mavericks because they don't play defense. That's true. The, dude, that series could be very high scoring because the Jazz were getting torched by the Grizzlies. I think it'd be interesting. I, I mean, Persingas mm-hmm. has had an issue already, and I would imagine Gobert and uh, you know the combination of Favors and Ingles and, and Royce O'Neal and Bogdanovich would really bother him. I don't consider him a factor. I think the big thing you got to do is Again, you got to switch bodies and make it hard on Don, uh, Doncic. And then mostly Tim Hardaway is the big one. Don't let him get open. Yeah, Tim, if you, if, if you let Tim Hardaway get going, and that's if it were the Mavericks, that's a dangerous, dangerous guy to let set loose. Absolutely. And I think they're going to have to be – I think there are sometimes on rotations they were just slow, the Jazz were, of getting to the right rotation. Uh, I think their transition defense was not great until game five. I think transition – I mean, you saw Dylan Brooks – Jean Morant just running those guys. The crazy part is, is that I, <laughs> Memphis looked dog tired in, in Game Five. They looked so exhausted by like the middle of the second quarter. They were just, dude, we gave up forty-seven points in the first quarter. I, I don't want to be here anymore. Yeah, I mean, I think we talked about that. There was definitely a couple fans that texted him about John Morant wearing down. But I think you you got to think about the energy they had to exert in games two, three, and four yeah. to try and make it close because they had to climb back in, and then you don't get like the the mental momentum boost from stealing one of those games. And so I think it just it adds up each time. It becomes that much harder to pull back and find that level of energy. And so I think by five, they after they went down 20, they're like, we, we just don't have it. There wasn't a gear to flip to try and get back in the game. Amazingly enough, the, uh, the Utah Jazz with that, uh, I saw a stat the other day. Um, it was with the Rockets. 94 Rockets. What was it? it was something like I have to look at it again. They were Good team. in 2K. They were ner- That's right. No. That's the stat. That was the that's stat. That's what it was. That was the stat. <laughs> they made them slow. They can't run. It's like we're playing in slow motion. It, oh. Slow-mo Joe. Slow-mo. Slow-mo, slow-mo Hakeem Joe. is what it was. Made me so mad. I don't want to get on this tangent. Take me off. Take no. me off the Take me off the topic. What's going Wait. on, Cody? Dude, I'm upset. About what? I'm upset that my team got nerfed. All right? And okay. I'm not over it. I'll Do you, you play the- online? Uh, on occasion, yes. You've got to quit doing that because that's when you get really murdered the most is when you play online. <laughs> I found out that when you play online, you get your butt kicked no matter what. Someone's got – someone rigged the algorithm. Someone's got a cheat code. It's all a scam to get off. Dare it, I it say – dare I say, 
2K is a poorly made game. Oh, that we what? can all agree on. Ajay and I what? did a podcast yeah, we on did, just we? specifically hey, that. Let me ask you actually. My help defense. Speaking of which, our friend of Bleacher's podcast. Um, let me ask you, Cody. What was the last good 2K game? I bet you we have the same answer. Oh, boy. NBA 2K game. Hmm. Oh, I don't know. I'm kind of recency biased because I think I played from like 2K12 on. Okay, so you might have missed it. I might have missed it, but I think like from it, I can at least say from at least 2012 on, 2K, 2K14 was pretty all right. Who was See, on the cover of that one? Was that Kevin Durant? Oh man, I, have to oh, look it up. I don't remember. But I, mean, I got back so, in when they put the Michael. I think Jordan it was a, out. No, so the NBA 2K11 with Michael Jordan on it was yeah. amazing. Yeah, that yes. thing was incredible. Yes. Like the gameplay, the graphics, had the story mode. Those Jordan challenges of, I, 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 of, the, I, I, of the Jordan challenges were so awesome. I would do anything to get that game back for PS3 and play it again. Yeah, I played they 2K, need to remaster that 2K, game. So I can oh, play it again. 2K9 or something like that. that 2K9 was, like, was good with Kevin Garnett. That one, that, was, that one I played the crap out of. That one I really beat the crap out of. Really? Oh yeah, yeah. I have that one. That one was uh, you know Darren Williams, Carlos Boozer, Ronnie Brewer. Hey, did you agree, and I don't know if I asked you this, AJ, as well, and maybe AJ does agree with it, but LeBron James' notion of NBA Jam that you wouldn't ever play with the Jazz, because I <laughs> I did. I mean, I'm I'm a Bulls fan. Yeah, I so, mean, so but hey, did it, let me ask you, did it bug you that Michael Jordan wasn't in that game? Yes, but that's because you would never lose, because he's the greatest player of all time. So what? You still put him in the game? I completely agree. There was a game I played growing up, I don't think it was a 2K1, I can't remember what it was, but I had it for the first PlayStation where Michael Jordan was in the game, but he wasn't in the game, so he was number 99, and he didn't have yeah. a face or anything. That, that one I played the crap out of. Um, but Wait, Oh, man, what game was it that where you uh, – I want to say it was NBA Hangtime, where you had to, where you got to play Michael Jordan one-on-one, but it was like on like the most freaking hardest level. But if you beat it, and it was a game to 11 by ones and twos, and if you beat him, you get him on your team. Dude, I have never – Broke so many controllers or used so many naughty words like I did during that freaking game. I That's hated fair. that on, game. On the subject, NBA Jam is the greatest basketball game of all time. Is it? Yes. It's pretty fun. I uh, the two the commentary games. and everything. Oh, oh yeah. Ugly shot. Yes. He's on he's fire. quick, dude. Like a rabbit on a pogo dude, stick. Did you know that there was codes to that game? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I used those codes. That's great. I played. I played the crap out of. I played uh, NHL like 2002. Like that I like one. NHL. I got the new. Uh, I didn't play my first year. FIFA soccer game until four years ago. I played FIFA. I don't feel like you're really missing out on a whole ton. Yeah. I mean, I, like, I, I mean, it was it was all right, but I just if um, you played FIFA like the golf game FIFA pretty good. twelve and you played FIFA twenty one. Yeah. <laughs> just switch it's just the kind of sports games in a general. Is this like yeah. all right? No, because did we add anything different? MLB no, the show was actually improved. I mean, I don't have a PS five yet because they're still sold out. In everywhere plus nine different planets, but um, I but like, MLB the show on PS Five I heard is getting raving reviews. Huh, like it's really, really, I, really. I good. would hope, but I mean the two biggest sports games are Two K and, and Madden, and they're terrible. They've been they're awful bad. for a long time. They're really? Bad. Oh, they're, they're awful. They're atrocious. They're bad. The the biggest thing about them is they both have massive communities yeah. with tons of like YouTube player support. There's a lot of YouTubers that create content with it, and yeah. and they and the communities EA will talk to those players and ask them what they want. And the players will say we want this, this, and this, and then both and EA goes, okay, great, we're not going to do any of that. Yeah, it's terrible. It's bad. It's really bad. Two K to me is the worst because if you do my player mode, which is my favorite mode to do, they shut down the servers, so they force you not to be able to play that anymore. Like I had Two K nineteen. And at January first this year, they shut down the server, so you can't get on and play your my player anymore. What? Yeah, That's, yeah. Two K does that. It's trash. It's bad. Wait, really? Yep. Yeah. So Two K, they'll have all these features for this game, 
And then once they want you to buy their new game, they're like, all right, all the servers, yep, game See, over. MLB The Show allowed you to take your My Player and move it to the next one. Like, you just load it onto it. That would totally that make would sense. That would actually be a good feature. Yeah. Hmm. That's why it's not in 2K. You know, my favorite <laughs> part of NBA Jam was is that the, the audio they record from whenever you play the games, the guy, they're like, all right, take a moment before that. So he goes, Chicago versus Portland. Court <laughs> <laughs> segwayed out a little yeah. bit closer. Oh, yeah. So I play like with the Legends roster and MLB the show, and it'll be like, up next to the plate, Ty Cobb. <laughs> all right, Ty Cobb. <laughs> Ty Cobb. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to take a break. Coming back, we're going to get to uh, other NBA basketball. Brooklyn, Milwaukee's going to get it on. Uh, Philadelphia, Atlanta. How close is that series really going to be after Atlanta? I don't uh, know who I want to cheer for in that series. Actually, I want to get your thoughts on something. I've got a question specifically for you about that. Jordan um, Clarkson is the greatest bench player of all time. I'm glad that we solidified that. That was my question, actually. Well, okay, <laughs> what would you agree with more with? Trey Young has a more punchable face? Oof, or Jordan tough. Clarkson... Is the greatest bench player of all time. Trey Young has a more punchable face. <laughs> it just rubs me the wrong way. I don't know what it is. Dude, except this punchable oh face is a big goodness. part of it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. All right, let's go and take a break. We'll come back with more of the Full Court Press here on 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, and uh, 106.9thefan.com. Ascent Aesthetics is throwing a parking lot party this Friday from 4.30 to 7.30. The first 50 people receive gift bags. Enjoy food trucks, prizes every 15 minutes, live demos, and you can win amazing treatments like Botox, skin care, laser hair removal, or microneedling. Special pricing is available on all purchases. Join Ascent Aesthetics this Friday from 4.30 to 7.30 at 169 North Gateway Drive, Providence. Prizes, fun, and food. Go to AscentAesthetics.com. That's AscentAesthetics.com for details. Ascent Aesthetics looks forward to meeting you. Well... What shall we talk about? You're listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show. I don't like this at all for Browns. Like if I'm the Browns, I want the Texans first game this season. If I'm the Browns, I want the Broncos. I want the Giants. Like to me, that's what I, I want a game that I'm just better than the other team and maybe get a road win out of it and get in, get out, and start out one and up. The Doug Gottlieb Show. Weekday afternoons from 1 to 4 on Sports Talk Radio, 1069 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. The new home for the full court press. Weekday afternoons from 4 to 6 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. I'm just vibing. Hold on. It is the Full Court Press. AJ Nyan, Amaje South, and Cody Olton here. Thanks for joining us. However, wherever you're doing so, uh, Gil Mortgage text line is open. We're going to yes. get to that in just a moment. I forgot to introduce it in the first segment. Of course I did. 435-339-0321 to text in our Gil Mortgage text line. It's open for you. 435-339-0321. i got a bunch of questions to ask uh, both AJ and Cody. More so AJ because he's lived longer. Um <laughs> But so, and it's a I nice want, way to say I'm old, I guess. No, well, I mean, you just you've seen more of sports. I mean, Cody's seen. Look, I use the phrase. Season. All Cody remembers in music is Justin Bieber. All he remembers in sports is he became. I have. I am more is Russell Westbrook playing with the Thunder. Musically literate than you are, Justin Bieber became, I think, the fourth artist on Spotify today to surpass <laughs> two billion streams, ten billion. I don't remember what it was. A lot of billion streams. A, l- a lot of billion streams. Uh, so, 
What a fun night in basketball it was. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was. Wasn't that a blast? I mean, man, wasn't it great that we you could go all... to bed early last night? I know we have a couple of LeBron uh, haters on our text line. I think we have my, have a few, actually. Overwhelming a majority of them, but yeah, go ahead. <laughs> majority of them, go ahead. Uh, yeah, Lakers got eliminated last night. <gasps> Mission fouled. We'll get them next time. Call of Duty, AJ, just, just in case. And just in case. Next time. Next time for sure. <laughs> Final score last night, uh, it, it, almost kind of embarrassing, actually. 113-100, Phoenix beats LA Lakers. Uh, I got to ask first, Anthony Davis decides to give it a go last, mm, was it five minutes and eight seconds or something to that effect, or maybe seven minutes or something to that effect? And like, then he, I think it was a smidge over five. Yeah, a smidge over five, and then yeah. he, he got pulled. Well, he pulled himself, actually. Yeah. No pun intended. Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, very rarely do we agree with Nick Wright on this show, but he made a really good point this morning. Who in the hell cleared AD to play last night? Yeah, no, I'm actually agreeing to this. Why would you? Okay, so people are going to give the Jazz training staff grief for not letting Donovan Mitchell play. After what's happened with Anthony Davis, after what happened to Kevin Durant in the finals against Toronto. Oh, that one especially. You need to thank the Jazz staff for actually being overly cautious. Well, the stupid thing is, and they talked about it first things first, is that the the doctor, the team doctor said he can't hurt it worse, and they talked about an undisputed. It's one of the things I would appreciate about uh, Shannon Sharp is obviously playing as long as he did. He has a really good perspective on injuries because playing football, he's going to get nicked up here or there. Yeah. And he said that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard because you can turn it from grade one to all the way grade four. You can tear it off. You can tear yeah. the muscle completely off. It is absolute crap that he couldn't have injured it anymore. We got a couple of texts. Two first two six zero three. Apparently, LeBron's shoulders aren't big enough. Ha ha! That's what my girlfriend kept saying last night. She's like, "Come on, LeBron! I thought your shoulders could carry this." Here, and it, I thought that was a punchline. Hey, can that's I what ask my girlfriend you, said. Like, can I ask you because you're both very competitive? Yes. Um, LeBron doesn't shake hands after leaving the court. The game ends. He just walks off. Doesn't shake hands with the team or the Suns at all. Do you have a problem with that, or yes. is that just absolutely? I, I was bugged by it. it. Yeah, to me, that's way worse than when he walked off for game five early too, yeah, right? Game five, yeah, yeah. To me, it's way worse because especially so he's friends with Chris Paul. So Chris Paul, who has he's been past the first round, but has had his struggles. You shake his hand, and then honestly, the other part I wanted to get to in this segment is I owe Devin Booker an apology. Anybody that's listening to me on the show, I am not a Devin Booker fan. No. But Devin Booker single-handedly took out the Lakers in games five and six. Yeah, wasn't he great? He put them away early in both games, and I think he had his moment where, to me, for a long time, he's been, I think you could classify it as a really good player on a bad team. I would call him a chucker. Um, so you can put in points. He's very talented offensively, but it didn't mean anything. They get Chris Paul. We've made the argument on our podcast on this show. Chris Paul was the difference in this team because Booker's numbers were the same. And Chris Paul comes along, and all of a sudden, they're the second-best record in the NBA. But Devin Booker became legit superstar in this series. He put them away. He put the Lakers away. He finishes with 47 points, 9-9 at the charity stripe, 8-10 from deep, deep, and 15-22 from the field. How about Jay Crowder last night? 18 points, all from three, as well as eight boards, two blocks, one steal. He had a good game. Just incredible. And by the way, his plus-minus was even. That's unreal. Uh, Chris Paul had eight points on 0-3, shooting from the uh, arc and 4-12 from the field. And on the other side, uh, Lakers just were not that great. LeBron James had 29 points. They had two starters with zero points. Anthony Davis, though, he only played five minutes. And then Marcus Gasol played 18 with no points. He was 0-1 from the field. He had seven assists and three boards. And he's been complaining this whole entire time that he's not playing enough. 
That's why. 38 minutes for Schroeder with 20 points and three boards, three assists. 19 for KCP, who uh, has been really struggling in this series. He finishes 3-6 from deep, 7-11 from the field. Uh, so two questions. Let's start with the Lakers first. Uh, a lot of free agents, a lot of questions, not a lot of money. There's not a lot of room to play with here. How much of this team sticks around for, with L.A. next year? So can we rule out in that in this scenario like LeBron and yes. AD? Obviously you, yeah, be absolutely. Yeah. So besides LeBron and AD, probably none. Yeah, I'm like actually with you on this. Ser- uh, Gasol, no. Uh, they were talking on sports radio this morning that Harold clearly wore out his welcome already. He's going to get traded. You have to get rid of Kuzma. I'm sorry. Yeah. He's an idiot. Dude, your tweet last night of Carlton from Fresh Prince of Bel-Air chucking <laughs> that half-court one-hander. <laughs> It was so Kuzma. It was so odd. It's on my Twitter, the AJ Knight. For what it's worth, somebody sent it to me. But it is. I mean, he is so basketball dumb. Like, they have to get rid of him. And besides that, there was a report this morning I saw on Instagram. Schroeder said he wants to come back. Um, If you're the Lakers, do you really want him back? I mean, he was bad in this series. His his whole thing, this whole thing is, is this whole season has been to get on a winner, show that he's a, a max value player for that first big contract. And he was bad. He was really bad. I mean, also, I, I'm, I get that, you know, trash talk, and I respect trash talk. I think it's definitely a part of the game to a certain facet. But what are you doing talking to Devin Booker at the end of the game, man? Yeah. You did nothing to stop that guy, and you're part of the reason this series has is, is been Over. as bad as it is. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. Uh, so, Lakers are eliminated, much to the chagrin of the NBA and everybody on the West Coast side, except for Clipper fans, who, by the way, big one tonight, game six, uh, if – Dallas wins. We play Sunday in Game 1. By the way, schedule for the second round is as follows. Game 1, if Dallas wins. Right. Listen to this. Game 1, Sunday. Right. Game 2, Tuesday. Game 3, Saturday. Ooh, that's a big gap. If the Clippers win, Game 1, Tuesday. Game 3, or can mean Game 2, Thursday. Game 3, Saturday. Interesting. So you'd play, okay. So there would be a long layoff if they play the Mavericks between Game 2 and Game 3. If it's the Clippers, it's every other day. Right, but you would get, obviously, if it's the Clippers, you would you get the time off before the start of the series because you'd go to Game 7. Sure. Right. Okay, so I'm actually about to ask you a question. 5308 had texted in earlier into the show, and he says, in the next round, how many games does it take for the Jazz to win against the... Your laptop's on. Your laptop's oh, loud, shoot. RJ. That's what it is. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I was like, what is this noise? I'm sorry. Shut up, lady. RJ playing 2K while we're doing the show. Hey. My goodness. We're uh, trying to keep a professional. Just one day. Just one, one day. day is Not all gonna I ask. Not, Not going to make, make it. it. Uh, okay, so 5308. In the next round, how many games does it take for the Jazz to win against the Mavericks and Clippers? And before we go there, let me ask you this question, AJ. Yeah. If you had the choice, Mike Conley has a mild strain hamstring. Right. Uh, it's day to day. If you have the choice, and I want to ask our listeners to please text in 435 339 0321 to this question. You have the choice that you either get the Mavericks game one on Sunday, right. and you have one game without, Mon- Ma- without Mike Conley, but you don't have to face that dangerous Clippers team, or you got game one on Tuesday. 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 And you've got the Clippers, but you've got a little bit more rest, which means Mike Conley plays Tuesday night. Which one are you taking? Uh, can I say that I want game one Tuesday against Dallas in seven? <laughs> can I have that one? I, that that's is, the one I want. I that's what we would all want. I but think that's what everybody here's wants. The, here's, my, here's my prediction. If we go game seven, Clippers are winning it. 
If we go game seven, I don't know if Luke has got enough in the tank left to, to help this that's, team out. That's why I wanted to go seven and Dallas to win. That's not going to happen, though. I, there, I would never bet on the success of the Clippers in any way, shape, or form. Like, I know. It's crazy. Like You, you just think Paul George is going to go 0 for 20. Kawhi Leonard's going to oh, score 30. Uh, Beverly's going to get ejected. Reggie Jackson's going to just lose his mind. That's what you expect of the Clippers team. But, again... This Dallas team, in a, you lose game six. It's tough to turn around and go win a game seven on the road. The Jazz did it in 2018 with Gordon Hayward's final year. But is it as tough considering if, if it goes to game seven, no home team has won yet in the series? That's a good point. That's a great point. Which, by the way, um, that stat I was thinking uh, of in the uh, earlier hour, first time since 1994, and I believe that Rockets – uh, jazz series where the teams won the road games in the first four games. That's ridiculous. It's unreal. Yeah. It's unreal. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know who. Mavericks on Sunday, AJ, or Clippers on Tuesday, and you get Mike Conley Tuesday. I mean, I still would rather. Give me the Mavericks Sunday. I would still rather play the Mavericks. That's one game without Mike Conley. I still think would be fine. I don't trust. I don't trust the Clippers, but at the same time, it. They still have the talent, and who's to say they don't get a renewed focus now that the Lakers have been eliminated because that was their whole playoff tanking goal as it was. Um, <laughs> speaking of first things first, so they they made their predictions this morning for who the number one team in the West is now that the Lakers are out. And Nick Wright, in classic Nick Wright fashion, said he thinks it's Dallas. He thinks Luka's going to go on a run like LeBron did for his first finals where he carried the Cavs with pretty much no names through Detroit to get to the Spurs, and then they got swept. I don't see that just because I just don't see Luka being able to go through um, the Jazz and then potentially Phoenix or Dallas on the way to the finals. I, I just I think he's going to wear down because he's just he's besides Hardaway, he's not gotten any consistent help. So I would I would take Dallas and bet on the Jazz wearing them down and pulling out a series in six or seven. All right, we're going to take a break. Coming back, we'll, uh, we're actually going to talk with Coach Steve Hansen. We're going to have a brief conversation with him about a coach that we I, I didn't think about it, but we should have mentioned. And I, we were talking. We're like, yeah, we got to we got to give him some credit on air. So we're going to talk to Coach Steve Hansen for a little bit. We'll come back and talk some NBA basketball. We got our Friday Five Best. We got our Pick Six as well. It's all coming up on the Full Court Press 1069 The Fan. The Preston Golf and Country Club is now taking registration for their summer junior golf program. These programs include an eight-week long group lesson for beginner and advanced players, plus also a summer youth league that includes nine holes of golf each week, a treat, prizes, a PGA Junior League team, and small group lessons as well. Cost for the eight-week program is $70 per child. Lessons start June 9th and are eight consecutive Wednesdays. Register by calling the Pro Shop at 208-852-2408. All groups will be taught by John Van certified PGA professional. Do you have a son or daughter who's in high school or maybe they're attending a university, college, or trade school? What if they decided to start a business right here in Cache Valley? Wouldn't that be cool? Would you shop at their business or use their services? <laughs> You'd probably tell everyone you know to shop there. Hey, you might even wear a sandwich board or tattoo their business logo on your forehead. Did you know when you and your family shop at locally owned businesses... Every dollar you spend returns an average of 300% more money to our community compared to just 13.6% for big chains or next to zero if you shop those companies online. Shopping locally creates jobs for you, your neighbor, your family, and it creates tax revenue for our community. 
parks, police, roads. But don't wait for your son or daughter to start a business. Support local business today. And when your son or daughter opens their business, we'll support them too. See how you can help at CashValleyMediaGroup.com. The Full Court Press on The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Full Court Press, AJ Knight. I'm Ajay Salveson, Cody Ultron on the board for us. Uh, happy to have back on with us uh, former head Mustang baseball coach, Coach Steve Hansen, joining us here on 106.9 The Fan. Uh, coach, how are you? Good afternoon. Hey, I'm, I'm doing good. Thanks for having me back on. I just... I need to say a few things that I forgot to mention uh, when I was on before. So, so I appreciate uh, you having me back on uh, real quick. No, no, you're fine, Coach. You know, I was thinking about it as well. Uh, you know, you've had quite the coaching staff and a long list of great coaches. You, you, you mentioned Coach Parkinson, Dustin Smith, Waylon Hervey, uh, your boy Trace Hansen now is the head coach, uh, Nick Lindley as well. But one of the guys who I think created some of the most fun on the team and who had a great relationship with players is Rich Gittins, a.k.a. Rude Dog. Uh, yes, I, I I failed to mention his name the other day, and and I apologize for that. Um, he has been and was a, a great uh, credit to Mountain Crest Baseball. Uh, he was our catching coach throughout twenty plus years. Uh, throughout the years, you know, he he coached seven all state catchers, uh, helped out many of uh, players through through school, through uh, you know trying to get their grades going, that sort of thing, and just kept our Coaching staff real light, and for some reason, I just failed to mention his name, and I just want to come back on and, and tell him thank you, and tell everybody how much I do appreciate Rich Gittins and and everything they did for Mountain Crest baseball, and and for what, like I say, I, I just forgot to mention his name, and, and I apologize for that. I don't worries, Coach. Hey, really quick, I do want to ask you uh, just how how important is it? Because as a head coach, you got to kind of play an even kill with players, and you know. You want to be friends with them. You want to be there for them. But at the same time, you got to be a head coach. But Coach Gittins had that way with players where he was not just a coach, but he was their friend as well. Can you talk about how important that was to have a relationship from a coach like that with the players? Uh, yeah, definitely. You know, as an assistant coach, he, he, they're kind of the buffer in between the head coach and the players. And, and he understood that. And he became a not not only a figure to them, uh, like a father figure type of guy, but uh, just that buffer. And uh, he, the one thing that, that Coach Gittins has done is, is kept uh, good contact with all the players that has graduated, and he's really good friends with with most of them right now. And and uh, he kept that uh, that buffer between between us and the players, and, and that was very important for our our success. I know there's a lot of them. What's your favorite memory of Rudog? Uh, just a bunch of them. Uh, one time he did uh, uh, wear the wrong pants. Uh, 
down in St. George, and a lot of people were uh, giving him a hard time about that. In fact, I, that was back when I used to not laugh at all. I, I, I hardly laugh as it is, but uh, he even got me laughing a little bit. And, and so an ironic thing is our state championship game this this year, uh, I, I wore the, the wrong pants. So I was out there with the wrong pants on in a state championship game. But, but you know, there, there, there's a lot of great memories with Rich, and uh, uh, we do appreciate everything he's done. Hey, Coach, I do want to ask, you guys have a team camp coming up or a Little League camp coming up. Can you talk a little bit about that? Uh, yes, actually, uh, it starts on Monday, uh, Monday and Tuesday. It starts at 11 o'clock there at Mountain Crest uh, at the baseball field. It's for uh, anybody the ages K through seventh grade, and it's $40, and the players and coaches will be out there uh, coaching up these little kids and teaching them the Mustang way, and we'd love to have anybody – uh, to come there, they just uh, register the the first day, and uh, we we get to work, and it's a lot of fun, and and so on. It lasts for two hours from eleven to one, so we, we invite everybody there. Awesome, coach. I know you're a very busy guy. Is there anything else you want to have on? Uh, no, that that's about it. Okay. I, I, I do appreciate you uh, getting me back on, and and so on. We've had so many great coaches at Mountain Crest, and and if it wasn't for assistant coaches and so on. Uh, we want to be successful, and, and uh, I just appreciate you coming, letting me back on and sending some props out to Coach Gibbs because he deserves that. Awesome. Well, thank you, Coach. Appreciate you. Uh, enjoy retirement, and we'll uh, stay in touch. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Absolutely. That's uh, co- former head coach, Mustang baseball coach, uh, head coach, or I guess former head coach Steve Hansen. Uh, Rich Gittins is one of the best. In fact, he actually, I believe, was a pitching coach for the Ogden Raptors. Uh, he was on the staff there. Really, I mean, incredibly smart, and and he made, like, he made you better as a player. But he also was able to take players who were struggling and build them up, you know, emotionally and mentally, and and help them stay head above water. He's just one of the really, really good guys, and I, I can't tell Coach Gittins enough how much I appreciate my relationship with him and how good he was to me. Super, super incredible guy, great coach, and a better friend as well. We're gonna take a break. We'll come back. We'll wrap up the first hour of the full court press here on 106.9 The Fan. Ladies, do you have your men's ring yet? We know that he got you the perfect ring, so let's get him one that will show how much you care, such as a -a one-of-a-kind Damascus steel, his choice of camo, or an exquisite redwood inlay. And if you really want something out of this world, come check out our meteorite rings. For the largest selection of unique men's rings, make it special, make it Jarek's at 930 North Main in Logan. Jarek's Night Jewelry. Make it special, make it Jarek's. Here's Chad, the lawn doctor, with a tip for your lawn. Summer temps are here, the grass is seeding out, and the lawns have gotten stressed. With that being said, we'd like to introduce our new two-service soil enrichment program to help increase the size and number of roots in your grass, which allows the plant to better use both the water and nutrients that are there, improving the health of the plant and helping the stress of this time of year. Fertilizer, weed, and pest control. Call the lawn doctor at 753-LAWN or go to lawndoctorcashvalley.com. The Aggies, the Jazz, the High Schools, the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. 145, over 92. One. It is the Full Court Press. Cody, Ajay, AJ here in the studio. Denver beats the Portland Trailblazers last night, 126-115, ending Damian Lillard's season. I'm t- like, if you're Damian, 
I'm sorry, but you you really are not talking to anybody on that team. He posted a Nipsey Hustle lyric that said something along the lines of, I'm going to leave. What? Yeah. Go to his Instagram. He posted a Nipsey Hustle lyric that uh, boiled down to something along the lines of, I'm leaving. Or should I leave? Or something like that. He should. He should demand a trade. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I don't care if he goes to the Lakers. I care if he goes to the Lakers. The Brooklyn Nets? I care if he goes to the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, by the way, he averaged 34 and a half points in the playoffs. Had a that double nickel game. Uh, he was so good. Last night he had 28 in 43 minutes. TJ McCollum had 21. Covington had 11. Powell had 17. Nurkic had 13. Get out of there, Damon. Get out. I'm going to get you out of here. Dude. Look, he wears three O's on every pair of sneakers he has. Oakland, Ogden, Oregon. Come to Utah. Yeah, really. I mean, uh, we don't have the cap space. You have to take a major cut, but it's worth it. So you don't have to suck anymore with a... I'm pretty sure they'd have to trade for him. Dude. Cause, yeah, cause I guess he's had an extension, so it'll, I mean, it's only win one year. Man, that is the dumbest move. I, you know what? Maybe you deserve to stay for that dumb enough to sign with Portland again. He ain't going to turn down the money. In the NBA, you have all the empowerment. You can get your money and then demand a I trade. I don't get it, man. I just explained it to you. You can get your money and demand a trade. That NBA stars have all the power. Quite simple, actually. I followed along quite well. <laughs> okay, so Nuggets, Suns in the second round. Thoughts? There are a lot of people on Twitter last night that said Nuggets over Suns. I would agree. Oh, yeah. Oh, Absolutely. I take Denver over Phoenix. What are you flexing for? I don't know, just nothing. He had Denver in the finals. Denver lives to see another day to make my prediction. He had Denver in the finals. He had Denver in the finals? I actually do have Denver in the finals. Denver over the Jazz in the Western Conference Finals. Okay, I mean, we all make stupid decisions in our hey, life, hey, I guess. Hey, I hate Denver as much as the next guy, but I don't know. You like, think Denver would make, would beat the Utah Jazz in a seven-game series? Absolutely not, but is it going to happen? Yeah. That was his argument. <laughs> what? He doesn't think it'll happen, but because he's a Jazz fan, that means it'll happen. <laughs> it's true. Because in that scenario, oh, I, think we both had, I think we both had Utah over the Clippers, so I'm pretty sure it makes complete sense. As a Jazz fan, you'd be riding high thinking, all right. Like, we got this in the bag. The Lakers, the Clippers, Dallas are all gone. So yeah, slip that knife right in between your ribs right there. Like, mm. So <laughs> hurts a little bit. Only a little bit, though. Cody's Only a little from bit. Experience, apparently, than a knife between the ribs. Just a my, heart, of my heart is stone. It can't hurt that bad. I thought you said your heart is stoned. I was like, geez, stone, quit no. taking drugs then. No. Uh, so, yeah, Denver, Phoenix in the second round. Like, things are lining up for the Jazz pretty well. Yes. If Dallas can take care of the Clippers, yes. the Lakers are ousted. I, you give me the Suns in a seven-game series, we're beating the Suns. I say we so? like I have something to do well, with I it. Think, you think so? I, I mean, because I think that's why the argument is that people, a lot of people are on Denver's because I don't think Chris Paul's going to get healthy enough. Me neither. To carry, to help carry Phoenix. The and big, the big offset would be Aiton. I think had a really good first game against the Lakers and then has kind of disappeared. Yeah. So can Booker shoot them through to whatever the Western Conference Finals, the Finals, whatever it is? It could be interesting if they can beat Denver in these in, in this uh, semifinal series. This could be interesting because you have uh, Campazzo, who actually did a great job, you know, as a guard trying to guard C.J. McCollum. I mean, they'd switch on Lillard, and Lillard would do what he does. He's it's almost impossible to guard it, but on C.J. McCollum, I thought he was really good. Uh, so having him match up with either Chris Paul or because he's so quick, maybe try and, and try and stick Devin Booker could be a really interesting matchup. That's my that might be where the series comes down to. It's not Jokic and Aiton, but it's 
Composo and Booker or Composo and Paul. Well, I mean, another good matchup for that would be after Crowder got guarded LeBron. What does he do against Porter Jr.? Because yeah. I think one Porter of the other had a heck of a night, didn't he? Yeah. One of the other questions you can get into was, was it LeBron's ankle injury that slowed him down or did Father Time finally catch up with him? You know, it's interesting. Like, it was somehow, like, you saw Peyton Manning in that Super Bowl you know, against Carolina, and Father Time had just ripped the hinges off the door and said, we're going to take you. Yeah. It, enough of this. Yeah. And so I, I maybe that's what they're doing. I mean, maybe it's doing the same thing to LeBron. Is like, look, uh, you've had a great career. I'm bashing down this door and I'm napping you. I could certainly understand. I think you, if you were to argue, the argument against it would be he was right there in the MVP hunt before he had that really bad ankle sprain. Sure. Uh, if I'm a Lakers fan, my biggest concern is will AD ever have a fully healthy season? No. No. I don't think so either. Nope. And he's and, supposed to take the baton. Yeah, it's just not going to happen. I, I don't know how long AD's career is going to go. That's the other concern I have. These injuries add up. I mean, if you can get through the regular season, I think LeBron and whatever they're able to creatively do would be enough to get them through the regular season. It's just can you get him through the postseason? And asking the po- asking to get through the postseason is a is a lot. We're gonna take a break. Come back for the second hour. Friday five best pick six and more NBA basketball here on one hundred six nine FM. The fan. Yep. Cool. <laughs> I'm Dan Patrick, and this is above the noise. In all sports, we make wins or losses a referendum on the star players, but that seems particularly true with LeBron James, especially late in his career as we start to think about his legacy. But when it comes to the 2021 Lakers, it's hard to pin down LeBron's role in their first-round exit. The season started out with a lot of promise. LeBron was the front-runner for MVP before he hurt his ankle. And then when he got healthy, Anthony Davis went in the other direction. AD gave it a go last night, but left almost immediately because of his groin injury. The Lakers lost to a talented Suns team. The supporting cast that was so good in the bubble last year just didn't show up in this series. I know how it works. Everyone will make this about LeBron. Now that he's out of the playoffs, I'm not sure who everyone will talk about, although the NBA offseason is pretty short. So LeBron and the Lakers will be back, back before you know it. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. Summer's on the way. Time to look and feel your best with M-Drive Boost and Burn. It's a supplement that helps you shed pounds, build lean muscle, and boost energy. Find it at Walgreens, Rite Aid, and Vitamin Shop. Or visit mdrivedan.com. Get free shipping, 60-day guarantee. Get lean. Get strong. Get M-Drive. Look your best. Try M-Drive Boost and Burn and get ready for whatever summer brings you. That's mdrivedan.com. Refind your prime with M-Drive. You want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year automatically with no limit on how much you can earn. How amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing because of all the places where Discover is accepted. According to the 2021 Nielsen Report, over 99% of places in the United States that take credit cards take the Discover card. So get used to hearing the word yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes, 2021 Nielsen. It's time to make the outdoor living improvements you've talked about. Castellite in Logan has everything you need to turn your backyard get-together into a backyard event. If you need favors for a walkway, a retaining wall for your garden, or to reshape a flower bed, or a fire pit to roast marshmallows, think Castellite. Their experts will reduce your DIY stress for brick, block, rock, paver, and tile. Go where the pros go. Online at castellite.com. 
This he put on the download here is the Dan Patrick Show. I think that they should do weight divisions, like boxing, heavyweight, light, heavy. If you had weight divisions, and let's say those over 235 pounds are in the heavyweight division, you'd be hard-pressed to find somebody probably in the world faster than DK Metcalf at that at that size. Dan Patrick. The Dan Patrick Show. Weekday mornings from 7 to 10 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. The home for Skyview Sports. Sports Talk Radio, KLGN Logan, 1069 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. We are Sports. And here's what you need to know. The NBA playoffs will have a game six in the first round tonight. Clippers at Dallas, 9 p.m. Eastern time. Mavericks up three games to two. A game seven would be Sunday afternoon. The second round starts tomorrow night with Milwaukee at Brooklyn. Bucks guard Drew Holiday won the league sportsmanship award, the Joe Dumars trophy. Couple NHL playoff second round games tonight. Montreal at Winnipeg in a half an hour. The late contest has Colorado up two games to none playing at Vegas. Serena Williams won her third round match at the French Open today. Victoria Azarenka also advanced, sweeping American Madison Keys. Patrick Cantley has a two-stroke lead at the Memorial in Ohio. Patriots quarterback Cam Newton left practice after appearing to hit his hand on a helmet. The hand is not broken, according to the Boston Herald. New England rookie quarterback Mac Jones wore a sleeve on his right calf. Seattle gave punter Michael Dixon a four-year extension. I'm Steve DeSager. Full court press. There is no stopping this team. The Aggies, the Jazz, the high schools. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Merrill for the lead. He's got it. It's the full court press with Eric Franson and RJ Salvas. I'd hate to see how you balance your checkbook. I'm telling you, I'd hate to see you general manage a team. Y'all getting paid millions. To act like the full court press on Sports Talk Radio 1069 FM 1390 AM. The fan. Hour two, let's have some fun here on a Friday. Happy Friday to you, one and all. We on made it on the full court press. We made it. Congratulations hey, to Mom, you and it. to us. AJ Knight, Cody Olton, Amaje Salveson. Big thanks to AJ filling in for the week as Eric Franson was absent. He'll be back what on a Monday. Jerk. I know. Takes like two vacations in two weeks and yeah. Couldn't be me. God, the people what they want. AJ, AJ, and Cody. On a Saturday morning show, if somebody's listening to us, <laughs> it's what the fans want. Give them what they want. Hashtag Saturday morning show. Let's get it going. Hashtag. Never mind. I better not say it on here. Hashtag <laughs> Saturday morning show. I already have a Saturday morning show. So no, Hashtag you need a real Saturday morning show. Hey, buddy, I like the Garden Guide. Okay, right? like, would you rather do a sports morning show or a Garden Guide where you have to tell people how to plant their daisies and danzies? Danzies? Look, I'll get it started. Here's what we're going to do. Okay. Hashtag. Oh, if I click. Hashtag Saturday morning show. Cartoons. Oh, show. Okay. 106. Oh, man. Don't get me started. Cartoons were way better back in the day. True. <laughs> All right. Well, he's looking up his favorite cartoons uh, from Saturday morning. Our Gilmore just text line is open for you. 435-339-0321. Again, 435-339-0321. We need a bunch of listener participation in this hour. For hashtag for, Saturday morning show. For, <laughs> they can multitask. They're smart people. Uh, Because we... I've got some questions to ask that I want the listeners to be involved in. Uh, and I need your opinion because the listener's opinion is right 
and it matters, and they're smart, they're intelligent. <laughs> You've learned your lesson, haven't you? It's important to grow, Audrey. Oh, shut your mouth. Uh, Gil Mortgage will help you find the phone, the loan to fit your life. Select from hundreds of loans and products to tailored to, to your needs. Your life. 435-339-0321 to text into the Gil Mortgage text line. Again, 435-339-0321. We hit it in the first hour. LeBron, thank you. Enjoy your vacation. Get out of here. One, two, three, Cancun. Uh, Space Jam 2. Denver Nuggets eliminate the Portland Trailblazers. Damian Lillard eliminates himself from the Portland Trailblazers social media, blocks himself from every player, <laughs> has not responded to calls, and put on Instagram that he's leaving. Yep, pretty much. That's about the sum of it, really. That was our first hour. Yes. All right. And Jordan Clarkson love. Don't forget that. Oh, yeah. Don't forget. We always got to give JC, my man, six man of the year, Mr. Braves himself. Facts. Big what was facts. his song again that he likes? What was that song? Do you remember, Cody? I have no clue. There's In a press a conference? Shot that I'm not wide open. <laughs> hey, if you only had one shot, would you let it go? Would you let it slip? If my name Jordan Clarkson, then I will get three shots up by the time you get one up. Palms are sweaty. My heart is heavy. But I'm feeling like I gotta let it heave. My name is Jordan Clarkson. I mean, you've just started his rap career. He owes you another thank you. 6891, I heard LeBron was looking for a place to live in Phoenix. <sighs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> yes. You know what? Why not? Do it. AD has, uh, they're going to amputate AD's whole entire leg. Oh, that's not fun. You can't joke about that. Dude, the guy has a hamstring, comes out, plays five minutes, has another hamstring issue. He's out. They shouldn't have cleared him. He's out. He's done. He's done for his career's over. His career's over. Call it. Let's put it in a parking lot. What a done. waste. I love that movie. Put it in a parking lot. It's Bring over. Bring the scooper. <laughs> Wild, Wild thing. thing. You, you make, make my, my heart stink. You ruin everything. everything. All right. All right. Speaking of which, we're going to get into that in a moment as well. Uh, four, you three, five. Major League or Major League Two? Okay, we're going to get into that conversation in a little bit. I promise. I'm going to be disappointed, Cody. Yeah, actually, we're about to be really disappointed in Cody in a lot of ways. In a, in a lot of different ways. Oh, just like my dad. <sighs> yeah, dude, did your dad text in I saw? Yeah, he did. He said, I'm sorry for making you an Aggie fan. <laughs> <laughs> it's a rough life. <laughs> it's a rough life. Okay, so... <laughs> Okay. It's okay, Dad. Four three five three three nine zero three two one. Here is the question. There's a couple of questions I want to participate in. I'm ready. Here's one of them. What is the biggest sports heartbreak you've suffered through? This is due to yesterday's conversation where we talked Good about your favorite sports memory or your first sports memory. What is the greatest or some of the greatest sports heartbreaks that you suffered through as a fan of a team? It can be college, pro, semi-pro. Little League? High school. Whatever you got. Your biggest heartbreak. AJ getting thrown 10 yards by Matt Asiata. Dude, that, it's, I didn't feel a thing either. That's crazy. It didn't even hurt. Put me back in, coach. I just remember looking up and he was flexing his whole entire mind. I was like, huh, where's the ball? <laughs> Man, AJ gets to play and gives up a scoop and score. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Holy crap, you're getting retweets on that, man. I told you. Hashtag Saturday Morning Show. Find the AJ Did you just use from the bleachers? Retweet it. Did you just use from the bleachers? Come on. I don't know who runs any of those accounts. (laughs) Hashtag Saturday Morning Show. Okay. uh, Let's see here. 6891 says 2007 Patriots. I could not agree more. 
we go from elation of being 16-0. and 0, Look, you were 18-1 and one giant loss. Throttle, throttling the Jaguars, whipping the Chargers, and that overrated running back named LaDainian Tomlinson. Okay, no. No. If yes. you're going to take a shot at anybody, it's Phillip Rivers. Do okay. not attack LaDainian Tomlinson. Uh, let's see here. So, yes. And then you go and play this crappy Giants team who squeaks in because Brett Favre can't throw a pass in overtime to the correct receivers. Well, that's Brett Favre's M.O. And not to mention, you do it again two years later for the Vikings, which was incredibly talented of them. Uh, so, yeah. I Dude, that loss, I've still not seen the highlights. Anytime the highlights show up, I'm not even joking. I changed the channel. If the, I've seen, like, I will not watch the highlights, the game, nothing. I will refuse to see it. I have not seen it since that day. I got you, buddy. Uh, no, don't you dare. Okay, <laughs> Cody, be better. No, not Cody. Well, you too, Cody. AJ as well. 5374 says, USU's lost to BYU at BYU on a last-minute throw to Riley Nielsen. I can't remember the year. Turbin and Wagner's last year, I think. Yeah, I think that was 13. Or, no, that was like, no, sorry. That was like 11 or 12. Is that when he came back and then he, this was at, oh, he says at BYU. What was the year, though? Maybe that was the year. I thought it was at the Mavericks or at the Mav at home. When he came back and he beat Utah State on a last-minute drive as the quarterback. Hmm. And they ended up beating the Aggies. That, oh, I still want to throw up. Still want to throw up. Uh, 3170 says, Blair Walsh. Oh, geez, you Minnesota Viking fans. I feel bad for you. I do. Missing that wide so left bad. on an easy chip shot field goal versus Seattle in the playoffs. Was it a, a, a 3170? Was that the NFC Championship? No. It no? Was, it was. Uh... Was that the divisional round? Or no, I think it was the wild card round. Was it the wild card Seattle round? Seattle went. Seattle went to Carolina the next week and got absolutely blitzed. wild card. You're right, three one seven zero. And then, and then came card. back and then they didn't win. Makes me sick. Okay, so I gotta ask three one seven zero, and I'm sorry to do this to you, but we are gonna. It's a therapy session. It's a safe place, so let it all out. Okay, it, we're here for you. Three one seven zero. Is that more heartbreaking than the Vikings losing the NFC Championship the way they did to the Saints in 09? <laughs> and, and I'm trying to be sensitive because I've, I've dealt with my own heartbreak as a Patriots Wait, fan. But oh. what's worse, that or the 09 NFC Championship loss when Brett Favre breaks the cardinal rule and throws across his body and gets it picked off and the Saints go and kick a field goal to win it? That's got to make you sick. I mean, the Vikings got the revenge for that. They got the Minneapolis or, Miracle. Or 3170, do you want to go back to 98? What, what, when you're playing, what are you picking on the Vikings fan what, for? What, what, when you're playing the Falcons. He's already dead. And and Morton, was it Morton Anderson has a chance to win it, and he not miss a field goal inside the oh, dome, and he shanks it left? Why are you picking on the Vikings fan? No, I'm just going He's through all the memory. Enough. Hey, again, this Kirk is a Cousins therapy now. session. It's terrible. You have a therapy <laughs> session. We are here for you. Ajay, did you see this? No. It's your favorite highlights. You son of a... No. 6891. Kobe's death. Yeah. That sucked. That sucked. That sucked. It was rough. Dude, that that killed... Oh, man. That wrecked me for a while. It still kind of gets me because I was in the studio when Kobe scored 69 at Vivian Small Arena. I was, like, in the studio doing work for that jazz game that night. And it was just, like, you became, like, you hated Kobe, but at the same time, you were just... You became a fan. Just like everybody else did, you kind of became a fan of the situation. Dude, yeah, that Kobe's death still gets me to this day. Okay, so again, heartbreak. What's your biggest heartbreak? <laughs> what? 0933. My heartbreak is any day listening to Ajay talk, any sports highlight. And yes, 
I spelled your name wrong. Wow. In the world of radio, that's a definite diss on you. Why did I do that's wrong? That's not fair, though, 0933. AJ's got an amazing memory for this stuff. What did I do wrong to you, 0933? Maybe he's also a Vikings fan. Maybe. 6992. 98. Jazz Bulls. It killed the NBA for me. Never oh, loved the NBA since. That's great. Stop it. No, I won't. It was awesome. Stop it. Get some help. Get help. Um, Get a championship a lot of, ring. 6992. Okay, so Ooh. do you know what? what? Hold on. 6992. Yeah, dude, see, here you go again. Dude. I'm not a jazz hater. Oh, boy. Hey, I got the ring. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. It's, I'm not hating on the jazz if the team that I cheer for beat them. That's not hating the jazz. It's grow just- up. <laughs> just grow up. Call. <laughs> you know, you realize like what station we are on? Okay, this is Chicago, so knock it off. We're on 106.9 The Fan. It's full court press with AJ Cody. And Where we are the Audrey. affiliate of the Utah Jazz. That's great. I have nothing against the Jazz. Yeah. You keep you keep doing this thing where you're like, oh, you hate the Jazz because you do hate you the Jazz. You're a Jazz hater. I am not. You know, you're a fun sucker. You suck the fun out of rainbows. I do. You're a rainbow fun sucker. Happy Pride, everybody. 3170. Uh, uh, the Saints game was so rough. Dang Saints and their bounty gate. But the Minneapolis miracle made up for that. Told See, you. That's a good point. I said that. You got to back. No one cares what you said. The, the Minneapolis miracle. Okay, you, you sat there hey, and bashed on the Jazz. I'm going to make you two memory. hold hands for the next 20 minutes if you don't stop fighting. All 6992. Right? AJ loves the Bulls and Bears. How is he still a nice person? I'm not. I'm jaded. I brood. I'm angsty all the time. It's true. I can barely handle it. Oh, 0933, you sound just like Doug Gottlieb. I, what did I freaking do to you, man? Okay. Good for you. Man, that's an insult to Hodges. Wow, that's probably the worst thing that I've uh, I've seen on the yeah, man. Gottlieb. Dang. You know, maybe it's time to just find a new job. McDonald's is hiring. I'm sure they got great benefits. My, room, my old roommate, one of my best friends, has worked there since high school. They do have good benefits. I worked at Arctic Circle. Kimbo's got compared to golly. That's the greatest heartbreak of my life. I mean, we we collectively in the studio went. <gasps> <laughs> we felt for you there. Oh, that's great. All right, uh, more text in your favorite or your heart most heartbreaking sports stories as a fan. There. What zero nine three three? You're awesome, Audrey. Okay, what is that? <laughs> Play with his emotions. I I can't take this anymore. All right, how about a how about a palate cleanser? You said you had some football question you need to ask me. Some college yes, football. Yes, I know. Football. Okay. Okay. Cody. Hi, Cody. <laughs> uh, Cody, you probably ought to stay out of this is a big boy conversation. Cody, oh my gosh. Sir. How can you because how can you play victim over because, there and they because, go ahead and no, wreck me like that all the you, time. Okay, tell me. Did you watch Adrian Peterson in college? Yes or no? At Oklahoma? Yeah. I would hope so. Uh yes. You did? I mean, like probably. Oh. Uh, let's see, five I mean, four probably five four five two. Long time listener, usual tweeter, first time texter. Love it, love it. Five four five two. Not much. That is probably the best first line I've ever heard on a text line. Remember the AJ Knight retweet what? hashtag what? Saturday morning show. Listener, usual tweeter, first time texter. Chin up, Ajay. You're not golly. You're better than that. That has got to be the best first line I've ever heard. I agree. Okay, uh, what in the world is going on with our Twitter account? Stop it, AJ. Okay, What's my Twitter account. <laughs> AJ, you can't tell me how to use my and Twitter account. And to our account. listeners, to, okay, again, so text in with your worst sports memory that breaks your heart and just makes you want to throw up and you don't want to see it ever again. While we're getting those texts coming through, 
AJ, got to ask you, Reggie Bush is trending on Twitter, not for a bad reason, but because people are saying that one other running back is not getting credit and we're being compared to, or at least maybe saying that he's better than Reggie Bush. And that is the great Adrian Peterson in Oklahoma. That college Adrian Peterson versus the college Reggie Bush. I'm taking Adrian Peterson. Man, you just like being wrong. Reggie Bush is the most dominant football player I've ever seen. Adrian Peterson football. was pretty freaking incredible even since his freshman year. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Reggie Bush wasn't. Mr. Adrian President, Peterson was better. Him. Adrian no. Peterson was better. No. Absol- because here's the thing. One, Reggie Bush had a... Co- <laughs> Adrian Peterson, or I mean, Reggie Bush had a quarterback who could throw the ball, took the pressure off the running game. Yes. Adrian Peterson did not. Reggie Bush is still the most dominant college player that I've ever and seen. And Reggie Bush had a pretty okay. good fullback. That's it. That's it. I'm tweeting this clip. I was saving it. Just watch this clip against Fresno oh, State. Oh, I've seen the clip against Fresno. No, you know what? It. No, I'm going to tweet you a clip right now of Adrian Peterson. You want it? You got it, buddy. Uh, let's see. 1570 says Reggie Bush all day. Told you, buddy. All right. Reggie Bush. Hey, that's fine. Uh, nobody is giving my man Adrian. Like, he was. Look, du- I'm not saying Adrian Peterson is not an extremely good. He is one of the best college football players ever. However, Reggie Bush is better. I'm going to tag you in this. And I want you to think about what you said and what you've done. I want you to Cody, know. Cody, I'm tagging you too, okay? All I right. want you to know my answer is absolutely not going to change. It's it Reggie should. Bush. Watch Adrian Peterson play. Like, uh, Why would Reggie Bush be more dominant than Adrian Peterson? Just give me your thoughts before, besides being incredibly biased. Because he could run the ball. He could catch the ball. He was a game breaker. He were terrified he was going to score a touchdown every time he called it. Didn't matter who else was on the field. You were going to game plan. You could put 15 guys in the box. You were not going to stop That's him. That's the same. You just gave every, Peter, every reason that Adrian Peterson is the exact same thing. Adrian Peterson was not a very good pass catcher. He didn't even do it in the NFL. AP Reggie gave up Bush the ball. could do it everything. And Adrian Peterson had fumbling issues, as Cody just alluded to. 3170. I hate to say it, but Adrian Peterson is a fumble machine. Thank you. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah. I'm sorry. It's hard to be the best player ever if you've given the ball up. Okay, well, I'll tell you this. On third and one or whatever, or fourth and one, and, and you send in the uh, running back in the national championship to go get a yard. Reggie Bush. I'm giving you – he did, remember, and he got stuffed at the line. No, that was Lindell White. Same thing. They it's, both. it's not. It's really not. They're like <laughs> okay, 57 so pounds I'm, I, I'm taking Adrian Peterson. I love the way he would bowl over you. I love the way he would run the ball. Head down, downhill runner, great speed, uh, just a vicious back. I love – Love Adrian Peterson. You know what's better than having a run through contact? Running around it. One one eight one. Every time Reggie Bush touched the ball, greatness happened. Yes, he had. He did one. There's the play where he dove from like the five yard line into the end zone. Seriously, watch the Fresno State highlight. How do you run a sub four four? And he stopped on a dime. <laughs> Two one. The time he put it behind his back and then cut back inside. Yeah, I remember the time he fumbled in the national championship game trying to ladder it to someone in a really stupid move. Mistakes happen. Oh, yeah. No, not that dumb mistake. Okay, you listed one fumble, Adrian Peterson, fumbling machine. You're okay, right. That's, okay, I'll calm Comparable. down. 2122, Reggie Bush is better at getting paid in college. <laughs> not false. <laughs> hey, that wasn't part of the conversation. 9463, interested in who you guys think uh, is better college QB was, Joe Burrow or Cam Newton? Cam Ooh. Newton. Cam Newton was incredible. Probably. Joe Burrow set a bunch of records, but Cam Newton, I think, single-handedly dude. elevated that Auburn yeah, team to national championship. Dude, that was yeah. unreal. He was unreal in college. Cam, I'll take Cam all day. Nothing I mean, against I, Joe. I'm a sucker for Joe Burrow, though. He won me a lot of money that year. 
Oh, jeez. Did you get it handed to you by Odell Beckham Jr.? Did he mail it I to you? Wish. Huh? Would have been look, cool. Look, you can complain <laughs> all you want about the violations and the money. The question wasn't who's the cleanest, squeakiest athlete out there. It's who's the best. That team, <laughs> I mean, there's no better celebration than throwing your fifth touchdown. The game's not even over. Joe Burrow goes, we're going to put a ring on this finger right here. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I man, Cam was... Cam played with some sweat. I love the way Cam played. I still remember that twenty-four nothing comeback they had against Bama, Look, no which argue. was like, unreal. I'm with you. Cam Newton to me is a better co- college quarterback because LSU, what they broke the record for most players drafted from that team. He was immense, and that's without Jamar Chase, who couldn't get drafted yet, who got drafted this year, and uh, um, New and uh, Marshall. Marshall's the other receiver who went early in the second round. There was a ton of talent on that team. Cam Newton, to me, Auburn has, I think, good good talent, but Cam Newton elevated that team to a national championship. Yeah. I mean, look where they were after he left. Yeah. Almost losing to Utah, Utah State. State. the season opener. There you go. They, hey, let me, How can, bad let me, could you be? No, don't, don't do this to us. <laughs> but, Cody, I, got, I do got to ask I'm you, if Cam, Newton, if Cam Newton plays in that game against Utah State, is it that close? You know, honest. If you want my honest to goodness answer, I still think I it think is. it is. Me too. And I still think we lose it. Like, well, six nine nine two wants to go back to your question. Okay, Eddie George was the best college. Ooh, back. out of Ohio State, Buckeye University, dude. Buckeye produced a lot of great backs. Yes. Uh, I mean, it's not fair if you can. Maurice go back to Claret history. was really good in college. Yeah. Who was the back out of Miami? Willis McGahee. I mean, there's McGahee. I mean, you could do this all day. What about Herschel Walker? Bo Jackson. Bo Jackson was amazing. If, uh, if you haven't seen the where 30- was Herschel Walker at? Was he at UCLA? No, he's at Georgia. Georgia. If you haven't seen, you don't know Bo. Uh, that, oh, that thirty, 30 for thirty, for 30? Is so cool. Is it awesome? Do it. I, What's right, the to uh, me, still Reggie Bush? I'm trying to think of another. You know what? Alabama's never had a great. That's not true. I dude, I don't know. I don't what? know if I give Alabama as much credit on the running backs as I mean. Because their offensive line was, I mean, they're all Americans all, around, okay. all the way down the line. I want you to do me a favor right now. You got a laptop in front of you. Yeah. Google Mark Ingram standing next to Derrick Henry. Just Google it. Okay. Just Google it. Mark Ingram. It's kind of scary. 1570. Really? Yeah. It's terrifying. 1570. Better college QB. Alex Smith or Tim Tebow? Uh, oh. It's Tim Tebow. What? Tim Tebow is one of the greatest college players of all time. Alex Smith. Nope. Alex uh, Smith was more versatile and was more accurate with the ball throwing it. Tim Tebow more. is the— Urban Meyer. I mean, we should. someone's got to ask Urban Meyer that question. Put him right on the spot. Tim Tebow. Just Alex have him, Smith. Have him on the show yeah. and then just be like, uh, Hey, uh, wait, 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 Alex wait, Smith wait, 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 wait. We're talking college, right? Just, yeah, college. just college. Oh, I'm taking Alex Smith all day. Nope, Tim Tebow. Alex Smith would have done what Tim know, Tebow man. did at Florida. Tim Tebow. Mm. No. Okay, you. Man, how much homework do you want? I want you to watch the Tim Tebow speech. Oh my, I'm not going to sit here and watch highlight videos. Well, if you're going to be wrong, why don't you, you watch educated. highlight videos of Alex Smith then? I know what Alex. Well, Smith I, did. I, I, I know what Tim Tebow was too. Tim I Tebow him. is one of the greatest college players, players of all time. I have to agree with nine four six three. That is disgraceful. Ow. Tebow is insanely better as a college QB. Not even close. Wait, what? Who is that? Nine four six three. Man, that's tough. I because I was on the opposite sideline when I saw Alex Smith play in person, and it was incredible. He could do whatever he wanted, and he was a better quarterback with the arm, with the throw. I, he was more athletic. No. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. No. Tim Tebow in college. I'm taking Alex Smith in college. You're not going to win a national championship then. Really? Because I think Utah would have won the national championship in '04. Tim Tebow won two. 
hell? I mean, great, great because Utah could Utah was banned from being in the national championship because they were not a Power Five team. I'm sorry, Tim, my bad. Tim Tebow is not only a better college quarterback. Again, he is one of the best college players. Players. Okay, of why? All time. Quit just say, just give. Tell me why then. His his intangibles what? alone make him better. What does than that Alex mean? Smith. Do you know what someone said one time is on uh, the Brady Six uh, documentary? They said, when someone says, yeah, we uh, like the intangibles, it means I don't know what the hell I'm saying or what the hell I'm seeing, but I just like the way the guy looks. His grit, his leadership, his determination. The you don't, okay, play. great. That's really cute. That's so adorable because Alex Smith had the exact same thing because Urban Meyer said he had that. Tim Tebow's better. It's oh, not even close. You still haven't given me a valid reason, dude. I did, just because you dismissed the reason. No, because it's the same you reason you could have said about Alex Smith. Tim Tebow would single-handedly You're like, kick. because Adrian or Reggie Bush was fast, and he could do this. Well, that's, okay. That's what I said. That's what, definitely what I said. Play the tape back, Cody. All I said was, heck. Reggie Bush run fast. I'm pretty sure. Better. You're like, oh, he runs fast. I'm pretty he, sure verbatim. It was like, Reggie Bush, fast player. Oh, my gosh. Uh, he, he scored touchdown. 1570. Thank you. Tebow was a product of the system. Smith was more talented. Smith Absolutely. Also, Smith was also a product of the system. There's a reason he had to be rebuilt by Jim Harbaugh. And by the way, Tim Tebow was playing with like seven All-Americans. Alex Smith played with one All-American. Okay. Still, Tim so Tebow's Alex a better Smith player. So Alex Smith did more with less. <laughs> Except he didn't. He did. Tim Tebow won national championships. Alex Smith wasn't allowed to go to a national championship because they weren't a Power 5 team. If he was good enough, then he would have elevated him to the point oh where he got in. Dude. You don't get it. It was a BCS thing, dude. The BCS did not want to see Utah in the national championship. Tim Tebow's. Do I have to explain that? That's unreal that you would go, oh, man. Five seven eight eight. Tebow had more talent around him. Alex Smith has more talent, period. <laughs> okay, great. A texter agreed with me too. <laughs> Tim Tebow is the one of the best college football players ever. Nine four six three. Zach Wilson's a better college QB than Alex Smith. No, I don't agree with that. How about you? Everybody loves that you love Zach Wilson. <laughs> yeah, I dare you What's to go get that text, AJ. I dare you. See what you can do Double with that one. I dare you. Actually, Alex Smith is a much better quarterback than Zach Wilson. Oh, wow. Caught between a rock and a hard place. Yeah, I'm going to freaking catch you between a rock and a hard place in about five seconds. Man, I would feel bad if I were you. We got we to gotta take a break. Coming back. Oh, gosh. Uh, if I don't come back on, it's because he killed me. <laughs> okay, so coming back. I had a fan of the show ask me a question last night that he wanted me to present to both of you. And so I'm going to ask you as well. Texters, listeners, uh, what is your worst sports memory that you remember or you have that still haunts you to this day? 435-339-0321 or Tebow over Alex Smith or Reggie Bush or Adrian Peterson. Who are you taking? 435-339-0321-1069 The Fan. This is Jay from Daryl's Appliance. We think it's time for a little fun. This year we want to celebrate Father's Day with a special contest just for the dads. Bring in your ugliest tie to Daryl's for the chance to win a DJI Mini 2 drone. Stop in, leave that ugly tie, and you might win. Ties will be accepted from June 1st to June 12th. Voting on the ugliest tie will begin online June 13th to 19th. We'll announce the winner on Father's Day, June 20th. Happy Father's Day and good luck. Daryl's Appliance, West on Airport Road. Well, what shall we talk about? You're listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show. I don't like this at all for Browns. Like if I'm the Browns, I want the Texans first game this season. If I'm the Browns, I want the Broncos. I want the Giants. Like 
Like to me, that's what I, I want a game that I'm just better than the other team and maybe get a road win out of it and get in, get out, and start out one and up. The Doug Gottlieb Show. Weekday afternoons from 1 to 4 on Sports Talk Radio, 1069 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Talking the sports you care about. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 1069 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Hit it, AJ. Go. I'm AJ, and I make dumb statements, but I can't believe them because I don't know what I'm talking about. All right, rebuttal. Jump, 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 <laughs> jump. It was jump, just a funny jump. way for him to say his name wrong. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's the Full Court Press. AJ Knight, Cody Olson, I'm AJ Salson. Happy Friday to you, one and all. Five twenty-seven. Your time here on 1069 The Fan. Let's get through some text messages. Zero nine four five. Tebow threw four thousand yards more than calls or. Through for four thousand all of college football <laughs> ever. Smith in college, he's the best. That would put him at the best. <laughs> Number one, zero nine three three. Every great college player is a product of the system. That's actually true. Yeah, we actually should talk about that because that, that like, is true. Being called labeled a system quarterback or system player, whatever, is always poo pooed on. But the reality of it is, like, I always think in terms of like Michael Vick, right? Everybody was like, "Oh man, he's not a prototypical quarterback because he can't fit." No, it's stupid coaching to not build a system that yeah. no, I'm is with you. built around your player's strengths. Absolutely. Like, that's just dumb. Uh, see, he's here. We got 0431. So funny to hear AJ defend his losing arguments. Oh, come on. First time texter, too. Help me here. 309, area code. All right. Well, hey, by the way, welcome to the Full Court Press. Thank you so much for joining us. Grateful to have you. Uh, okay, so a lot of people. So some people say Alex Smith. Some yep. people say Tebow. <laughs> But I think we do agree that it is a product of the system. For, and I love that. I love that uh, text. I totally agree with it. It's yeah, a product no, of the system. I think it's a good point to make. I mean, any any Was Cam Newton a product of the system, though? In Auburn? Yeah. No, Cam Newton. It, Cam Newton was like LeBron. He was the system. Okay. That's what I thought, too. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's what I thought, too. What about uh, Colt Brennan over uh, oh, oh hey, you know what though, dude? He was incredibly talented. Oh yeah, I was cheering for him amazing. against Georgia, and then it was like, oh man, time for Cinderella to go. Wasn't home. that in the Sugar Bowl and they got oh, dismantled and terrible. undressed? It yeah, was awful. All right, so we're asking you so many questions. I know we got a lot that we're asking you, but one of the main ones is your worst sports memory. Okay, as a sports fan, it could be your college team, pro team, whatever it is. Three zero nine or not? Sorry, four three five three three nine zero three two one. Text in your worst sports memory as a sports fan. What, I mean, that you will not. Sports yeah, what, yeah, what is it? What, what is your most traumatic your experience as a sports fan? Cody, no, don't answer yet. Yeah. We're hey, what get is to yours, Cody? No, we're going to get to it later. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, okay, so, hey, last night I had a good friend of our, uh, a good friend of mine and right. a, a loyal listener of the show. Okay. And he asked me, hey, would you guys ever talk about, like, your five or your favorite uh, baseball movies? <laughs> And I said, that'd be kind of a fun topic. So give your five best baseball movies in order. Oh, gosh. In order. Right now? Yeah. And in his list, well, I'll give his list after because I don't want to. Let me Google to make sure I don't forget anything. Yeah. Okay, so I've got mine. Well, I want to hear yours then. All right. Uh, <laughs> Don Webb texted, my most uh, traumatic sports experience is losing a race to him. He's like 70. He can't run. He breaks his hip. He challenged me to a basketball game, and I and I made him fall. Like, 
Don, I'm sorry, I love you, but no. Okay, so favorite baseball movie. So I'm I'm going in this order. Five. Yeah, five. Sandlot has to be in there. Yeah. Four. Mm-hmm. Four's tough because there's a there's a couple I was thinking about, but for the love of the game with Kevin Costner throwing the perfect game, it, that's actually just like the sound and like some of the hits and stuff. It's it's there's still a little bit of realism to it, which is okay. what I love. Number three, ooh, man, the rookie with uh, Dennis Quaid. It's a good one. When he goes and he ends up, uh, if they his team goes to state, they end up he has to go try out, goes to a trial, plays for the Rays. Pretty cool experience. I think that's based on a true story, or inspired I, by a true I story. I think it is. Right, number two, Major League. Oh yeah, definitely. Up number there. two. I mean, dude, I I love when he. Uh, when Charlie Sheen is is uh, like in the bullpen, he throws at the uh, batter's head, the plastic statue, and knocks it off. I just, let's get this guy some glasses before he kills somebody. <laughs> That's so good. Uh, and number one is Field of Dreams. I mean, it's got to be. Yeah, it's because, and I, I know that's so like it's kind of an out there movie, but the nostalgia that it brings back, like seeing well, what's the, what's the guys in that play Shoeless Joe Jackson? Um, frick, I don't remember his name. He's a famous actor now, though. But he plays Shoeless Joe. Uh, I mean, just and seeing some of those guys walk through the cornfield. I mean, they're even building a baseball field to have a baseball game there. Yep. That's how cool that movie is. That is easily my favorite baseball movie ever. I don't know that I can give you an order off the top of my head. I left Rookie of the Year out. And I thought about it. So, this one's tough. Uh, rookie of the Year is okay. I prefer, uh, so I'm, I'm not doing mine in order because I have no idea. Okay. Um, so I like all of Ajay's. I don't know for the love of the game off the top of my head, so that one's not in mine just because I don't have enough reference point. Sure. So I will take yours. I like – okay, so in my five would be Major League, Sandlot, definitely. Um, Field of Dreams is definitely in there, those three. And then I have a hard time because I want – I love – have you seen Little Big League? Yes. Where the kid becomes the, twins, the owner right? of the Twins, yes. Yeah, that's pretty good. I never get over the scene where they run the, the hidden ball trick to get King Griffey out. <laughs> Love that one, and then dude, I, Randy Jensen used to give me nightmares in that movie. Oh, and Just, but, oh. but I have a tough time because besides that, I, I really like Mr. Baseball is really good. Um, Major League Two is not bad. I would probably do you I, take one or two? One in a heartbeat. One. Definitely one. Yeah, I me would too. Probably I really like Moneyball, so I would probably put oh, Moneyball in there. Dude, I didn't think about Moneyball. Moneyball's in there for me. Oh man, I gotta. Okay, so I would take. I would take for the love of the game out, and I put Moneyball in, and I would switch out Major League from number two to number five, and put Moneyball at number two. I really Moneyball's like, incredible. I, really I like didn't Moneyball. think about that movie. Oh, that is a good one. You guys said all of mine except uh, uh, cracking my top three bench warmers. Come on, jeez, you see, Cody, this is why you don't Come get to be on. part of these kind of contests, man. It's a good one. What happened to the strike? Absolute oh. classic. A car, a car like, hawk. Does it? Why don't you put basketball favorite, in there? Huh? Favorite, uh, favorite, basketball. favorite baseball terrible. movie. Uh, Remember the Titans. That's uh, one of the best movie soundtracks of all time. True. I I hated that movie. You hate Remember what? the you Titans? Hate, yeah. That's you, blasphemous. I know. Yeah. That's like I hated it. What? I was not a fan of that movie. I don't Why? know. I just didn't like it. I was not a fan of that movie. Do you guys not, like Forty Two? We're not yes. friends anymore. It's a good love. Forty Two. That's a good one. You know what? 42 is a really, really, really good movie. There's a lot of good racially based mo- Remember the Titans, 42. Uh, Glory, Glory Road, Road is, is another good one. Um, uh, Coach Carter, is that sort of a racial tone movie or no? I haven't no? seen that one. 
You have, uh, uh, Coach Carter? You haven't seen Coach Carter with Samuel Jackson? Mm-hmm. Oh, man, that's a great one. Uh, 9463 says, Field of Dreams and Moneyball have got to be my top two. Absolutely. Yeah. Could not agree more. I love Kevin Costner in Field of Dreams. So good. That's good. I haven't seen The Natural yet. Robert Redford. I haven't seen that one. I, it was too dramatic for me, I guess, because he hits a light pole or whatever. Uh, 3712. AJ and I are no longer friends. I love that movie. Oh, I man. agree. It's atrocious that he says he doesn't like it. Six eight nine one, Mister Three Thousand. I haven't it's, seen that one yet. It's okay. I don't mind it. What's Mister Three Thousand? So it's uh, Bernie Mac. Oh, and he he had three thousand hits in his career, and then they go back and find out. I think he what he had. Correct me if I'm wrong. Six eight nine one. He only had two thousand nine hundred ninety seven. So he comes out of retirement to try and do it, to try and get the three hits. I believe is what it is because they like take all his stuff away. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I'm saying. Six eight nine one. Bingo. Bingo. Awesome. Huh. I haven't seen that one yet. Um wait, what was the movie you guys seen that I haven't seen yet then? What is it called? Hmm? What was the movie that you guys have seen that I haven't? The that, thing. Have you seen Mr. Baseball? <laughs> you haven't seen The Thing either, which I told you to watch. <laughs> it's kind of awesome. Oh, topic. Angels in the Outfield's underrated too. One, one five, five three, three four. four. That one's good. No bad news bears. Oh man, Billy Bob Thornton and Bad News Bears is so good. I'm good. That's eight zero zero three. Two four zero nine said sixty one. Sixty. I haven't seen sixty one. I haven't seen it. Hey, right. there's a movie with Tommy Lee Jones in it, and I th- I think it's about Ty Cobb. It might be called Ty Cobb, actually. Men in Black. No. <laughs> Come on. There is a movie on this. You know, Google this is list. why you don't give me a part of these things. What? You because fugitive, oh. right? <laughs> the, there is one on this list called Cobb. Uh, sixty one. It says. Uh, <laughs> is that about Luke uh, Luke Gehrig? It's right? about Mickey Mantle on his, or excuse me, Thomas got- Jane is Mickey Mantle on their quest to break Babe Ruth's 1927 single home run record of 60 during the 1961 season. I haven't seen that one. Me either. I never heard of that either. I got to watch that. 8003. Bench warmers? Oh, Glad they backed me up. Thanks, Sue. Oh, 8003. Back me up. Here we wow. go. Dude, Bad News Bears is so good. I, am I love yeah. that movie. Yeah. Hits him in the head. Hey. Good thing you had a helmet on. Just think if you didn't. Oh, my gosh. I love that movie. Uh, 0945 text. In a month or two ago, the third Major League movie was on some random channel. It highlights the Salt Lake Buzz, or I guess the Buzz. I laughed like crazy. Definitely underrated. 61 is really good. Billy Crystal made it. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I've still yet to see the third Major League. Yeah, so it's it's Major League back to the minors. He thinks it's good. Yeah, uh, it has... uh, Oh, man, who's the guy who plays the dad off of Chuck? Uh, oh, can't remember his name. Willem Dafoe. No, <laughs> shut up. Man, oh, this is like you hey. ha- having a conversation with you about movies. I know. I, that's exactly why I'm doing Ray, it. 6891. Hey, hey. Yep, bench warmers. Ray Liotta played, played a Shoeless Joe Jackson in Field of Dreams. Dude, he, oh, it's such a good Did movie. Did you ever see the movie that was about, I can't remember what it's called, but the one that's about the Black Sox? It might just be called Black Sox. No, I haven't seen that one either. I need to see 61 because that would be really intriguing. How come none of the texts are eight men out? Eight men out is about the blocks. Oh, Black I Sox need to watch that. that. I'd watch that in a heartbeat. <laughs> Bench was the 8003. Bench Warmers Classic Lawnmower Rock Growing Shot. Can't beat it. It's the- <laughs> Where is the love for Sandlot? That was texter? actually, fun fact, that was when humanity achieved comedy. Right there. <laughs> Bull Durham. Oh, yeah, Bull Durham's so I, that good. That would be on my dad's Dude, list. Kevin Costner's in that one, too. I love that one when he, uh, I love the uh, scene where uh, the pitcher shakes him off and Kevin Costner stands up yeah. and goes, can you believe this? 
He's thrown a he's thrown a one hitter, and now he has the nerve to shake me off. And he looked at the batter. So and he says, "Here's the deuce." Yeah. And when you speak of me, speak of me kindly. Guy crushes it like four hundred something feet. Walks out to the pitcher because I told him where you know the pitcher's he's, like, man, he hit it like he knew where he, what it was. Going. He goes, he, he did. did. I told Hold him, him. <laughs> dude, that's such a good scene. Oh, I love man. Bull Durham's a good one. I didn't think about that one when they get in the fight in the pool or uh, in the uh, on the billiards table in the bar. Hey guys, what was the one movie I haven't seen yet though? What was it? We just talked about it. I'm I'm assuming there's a lot of them. There was a lot. No, Ajay and I are no longer friends. I love that movie from three seven one two. What movie was it? That was Remember the Titans. What he oh, was talking about. Oh, yeah, that's, that's right. That's one. right. That's right. That's because six I eight nine it. one. Sandlot was the first movie my wife and I first watched. It holds a special plot in my heart. Oh, oh, that's good. good. That's cute, dude. Wendy Peppercorn and Squints. Got to pickle, pickle the beast. What is the best scene out of there? Like, is it the is it the uh, it's the, the dog chase scene. Is it the s'mores where, uh, hey, do you want a s'more? S'more what? No, do you want a s'more? S'more what? Killing me, Smalls. Killing me, Smalls. Is it that? Is it the squint scene? No, it's definitely the scene where they play the baseball team. Oh, if I, dogs, if, I, if I had a dog that looked like you, I'd shave its butt and make it walk backwards. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And then they wipe them. Or is it the barfing scene? When uh, they're on the roller coaster and they start throwing up after having some chew? Nah. Oh, Scott Beluka is the coach on Major League Back to the Minors. That's who it is. It was signed by somebody, I don't know, baby. Some lady. Baby Ruthie? Could you imagine how dumb you'd have to be? Yeah. Idiot. And by the way, how does nobody check that ball? Like, nobody looks at it. Nobody's like, oh, hey, we got a baseball. Nobody. Oh, man. Uh, six eight nine one. Nope, the swimming pool scene, dude. That's me. Wendy Peppercorn. Dude, like that is one of the best scenes. Squints is shaking, jumps off the diving board. Wendy Peppercorn jumps out, saves him, and then he gets a big Mac session on. Nice, Craig Roper. The pool scene, <laughs> dude. Absolutely. Uh, the pool scene's pretty hot. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna cut you off right there. Why? What did I say? What did you? What? I'm just agreeing with everybody else. What did you say? Fine, let's go to break. Coming back, we have our pick six. It's all coming up on the 106 on the fan. Ladies, do you have your men's ring yet? We know that he got you the perfect ring, so let's get him one that will show how much you care, such as a one-of-a-kind Damascus steel, his choice of camel, or an exquisite redwood inlay. And if you really want something out of this world, come check out our meteorite rings. For the largest selection of unique men's rings, make it special, make it Jarek's at 930 North Main in Logan. Jarek's Make it special, make it Jarek's. Hi, this is James Stevens with White Pine Funeral Services. At White Pine, we value compassion, integrity, and service. We are committed to serving you and treating your family as our family. We will be here when you need us most to listen, to help, and to provide exactly what your circumstances require. At White Pine, we promise to dedicate our time and attention to you and your family. We invite you to come by and meet us. We're confident you'll feel a difference. It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and A.J. Selvison. You need to be on Jordan Clarkson right now in terms of accuracy. My favorite part of game two. Jordan Clarkson banks at a three, comes down. I'm on. I <laughs> no, do give it. it. Feed me <laughs> the ball. Give me the rock. Give it to me. Hey. I need a petition to get Cody into 2K22. I just need. Give me. <laughs> give it to me. I'm all Feed him. <laughs> 
Weekdays from 4 to 6 on Sports Talk Radio, 1069 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Ascent Aesthetics is throwing a parking lot party this Friday from 430 to 730. The first 50 people receive gift bags. Enjoy food trucks, prizes every 15 minutes, live demos, and you can win amazing treatments like Botox, skin care, laser hair removal, or microneedling. Special pricing is available on all purchases. Join Ascent Aesthetics this Friday from 430 to 730 at 169 North Gateway Drive, Providence. Prizes, fun, and food. Go to AscentAesthetics.com. That's AscentAesthetics.com for details. Ascent Aesthetics looks forward to meeting you. Hi, this is Ashley with LSS Insurance. Have you heard? The marketplace is making major changes. Improvements to affordability through the health insurance marketplace by increasing financial assistance, lowering your premiums, and more generous cost sharing to lower your out-of-pocket max. If you have coverage, come in to see if you can save even more. Never applied? We can help. Go to lssins.com or call 752-9493. That's 752-9493. Coldwater Stone in Tremont, a division of Castellite in Logan, is under new ownership. If you're looking for unmatched beauty and quality of natural stone at prices competitive to manufactured stone, seek Coldwater Stone in Tremont. Let them make some of the most beautiful products Mother Nature has to offer and help create your beautiful home. Stop into the Tremont facility or see samples at Castellite in Logan. More information online at coldwaterstone.com. Coldwater Stone. The natural choice for all your stone needs. The Aggies are number one here. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. Been a really huge blast today having Cody and AJ here on the Full Court Press. Uh, Eric will be back on Monday. Yeah, according to a listener, that's not a good thing. I don't know who that was booing, but I kind of agree with him. (laughs) Cody, you shouldn't do that. Cody! Stop! Wasn't me. By the way, okay, I got got to tell you guys something. Uh, Guys, I Uh played. Uh Uh-oh. You said that to your dad. (laughs) No, wait, what? What? Goodness. I want to see. Gosh dang it. What the fuck, man? It's your the problem. On accident. Okay, so uh, I was playing softball last night. Oh, here we go. Dude, and I nearly took one to the Wachobis. Okay, so Logan, rec, uh, that, that rec field is crappy. And I took a hard ground ball, and I botched. I had four errors in the first inning last night. Ajay, you suck. Yeah, dude, I had four errors. In the first inning. That's terrible. Dude, that was not good. I was, It was bad. And so, I don't know like what they're going to do with me next Thursday. If I'm going to get benched. I'd cut you. <sighs> Look, nothing personal, but we're here to win. Rec League or not. Hey, pop quiz, A003. Where does this, what movie is this quote from? Are you saying Jesus can't hit the curveball? Major League. Jeez, Pedro. Oh man, that's hey, so Susan, good. I'm very familiar. Okay, we Heat got straight ball good. We got to get through a lot of stuff in about nine minutes, give or take. So we're gonna be really quick here. Friday five best. Give me your worst sports memories. It can be from pro sports, little league, whatever, high school, college, whatever you got. As a fan, you name it. Four three five three three nine zero three two one. Let's hear it. Worst sports memories. Uh, we're gonna get to our pick six really quickly, and then we'll get to our Friday five best picks. Are you still writing, Cody? Yes. No, teacher, I'm done with the assignment. 
doggy, the homework. All right. Uh, Cody, you won last week, so you get to pick who goes first. Yeah, I did. Um, let's go. Let's go. AJ first. So we're doing the pick six. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I need your lines, by the way. I got you. Clippers okay. or Mavericks? Oh, dude, I had the same thing. Uh, ha. Well, the Clippers. Overall? No, tonight. Sorry, tonight. Oh, okay. tonight. I'll, well, yeah, you guys Clippers. have like similar, sort have, of. Uh, Clippers, Mavs. I got the Dallas Lucas. I, I'm I'm also going with Dallas, so AJ goes Dallas. I also go Dallas, and I'm going Clippers. All right, okay. Next, AJ. Oh, I'm doing all my uh more points, Giannis or KD. We already have that one, dude. <laughs> yeah, we picked the same things. Uh, KD. Giannis. Great I'm, minds. Great yeah, I know. I'm pretty sure you don't have my third one. For yeah, I don't think you have my third one either. I'm going KD. Okay, last one. So uh, the Cubs and Giants. The Giants lead the NL West. The Cubs lead the NL Central. They started a four-game series yesterday. So they got three games left today, tomorrow, and Sunday. Who wins the remaining three series? So who remain? Who wins two of the last three? Cubs or Giants? So you're guessing the series? The, the, these last three. So they played today, tomorrow, and Sunday. They played yesterday. Okay. Oh man, Cubs, Cubs, Cubs. Whew. Done. All right. Uh, now you gotta come up with some on the fly, don't you? Yeah, you do. Yeah, so I'll do, go. I'll do mine, AJ. I'm good. I can go. Okay, do yours then. Okay. Uh, Denver, Phoenix. Actually, not Monday's matchup, huh? Never mind. Okay, Sunday, Atlanta, Philadelphia. Uh, Ben Simmons. 19 and a half points versus Atlanta over under. 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 I'm going to go over. Uh Luca or excuse me, uh, Dallas uh Matt or hold on, Clip- hold on. Hold on. What you guys say for that one? <laughs> I had to write it down. Under. Under so over. You said over. Under. What's the timeline on uh, Embiid by the way? Dude, I think it's still day to day. I'm not sure if he is going to be good to go by by Sunday. That, that okay. Guy, There's no way. Uh let's see here. So uh Dallas and Clippers tonight. Uh, does Luca get a triple double? Yes or no? No. Uh, n- no. <laughs> I'm trying to furiously write. <laughs> no. No. Okay. And then uh, third was uh, hockey. Do you have that one right there? Yeah, Montreal, uh, Winnipeg at Montreal. Game three, penalty box minutes over under at five and a half. Over. 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 That's three penalties. Absolutely over. Over. Okay. I should have said higher. Okay. I have Luca game six over under points at 33 and a half. Over. Over. I'm going under. Over. Over. Brooklyn versus Milwaukee. Total points for Brooklyn at 118 and a half. Under. Under. Yeah, I think Milwaukee will play defense. Under. <laughs> you think? I mean, they've got Drew, Giannis, and uh, Middleton. I think they match up at least decently with Brooklyn's big three. All right, we got Colorado versus Vegas. Their next game has Colorado as a one-point, fi- giving one point. So, this Ajay, it means that it's one-and-a-half favorites for Colorado. Over. That last one went to overtime. It's going to be in Vegas. 
Under. Vegas gets off the schneid. Right. I had a gentleman sweep for that series. All right. You did? Colorado in five. All right, we're good. I got. I went over on that one. So, all right. Uh, Friday five best are Friday five worst. Worst sports memories you have as a sports fan? Text them in four three five three three nine zero three two one if you got any. Four three five three three nine zero three two one. Your worst sports memories. Uh, uh, Cody will. Oh, and actually, never mind. Uh, AJ will start with you. Uh, number five is going to be. Um, oh boy, I hate all of these. <laughs> yeah, it's tough for all of us. <sighs> number five is going to be the Bears NFC Championship loss to the Packers in whatever year that was. The one 2010? Cutler, yeah, that one where the Cutler was on the bike. That one was pretty bad. I'm really, I actually feel bad for you. They could that. have eliminated the Packers the last week of the season. They rested. They get in. They play them again. Cutler gets hurt. They lose. That would have been a really cool, like, alternate reality that uh, Aaron Rodgers never wins a Super Bowl just because you guys actually played week 17. That would be amazing. All right, I'll go next. Um, my number five is Mercer beating USU in the CIT championship. Oh, that was bad. That one hurt really bad. Yeah, that was bad. That's right. I forgot about that one. That's a good one. Uh, number five for me is going to be when Utah State did not make the national uh, basketball tournament, even though they were ranked. Were, were they like in two thousand four? They lost. Like- they were undefeated going in conference play. Lost. Uh, they lost their first round game in the semifinal because you get to buy in the first round. Right. They were still ranked 25th in the country come Sunday morning, and they didn't make the tournament. That's ridiculous. That was rough. That man. was bad. That was yeah. a really bad day. Uh, number four, uh, double doink. I hate these because all of these have huge time implications for my fandom. I yeah. swear to all that I'm not being biased. If the Bears, if the Bears do not double doink against Philly, they beat the Rams, and they play the Saints in the AFC Championship game, and I like their chances to go to the Super Bowl. I don't know that they beat the Patriots, but I like the chances to get there. Really quickly, 9463, Friday 5 worst is actually just one. It's RJ calling all of Cash Valley cheapies on air. Hey, okay, hold actually, on a second. I'll stick up for RJ here. There's a lot of people that called Cash Valley cheapskates. Yeah, I was going to say, Eric came on here and did the exact same there thing. There were a lot of texters that agreed. 7854, worst memory, RJ's laundry basket incident. Hey, by the way, 7854, I swear you texted me that photo. If you did, can I get that back? Because I was in Salt Lake working for somebody, people down there. And they want that photo back, and I can't find it. So if you by chance have that photo, can you send that to me? Because I need to get that, frame it, and sign it, and send it to somebody in Salt Lake. Uh, 8003 says, every BYU victory. <laughs> Honorable mention for me. Okay, yeah. uh, Cody, you're up. What are we on for? Yeah, we got we to pick this up. Yeah, I'm going to do USU losing to Fresno State on that ridiculous field goal. That Ooh, one just summed one. up a lot of my life. Like, Number four for me is Utah State losing to Boise State in 2018. Going uh, on a fourth and one, throwing a fake punt when Boise State knew it was coming. And then they just, I mean, the momentum absolutely shifted towards Boise State. And Utah State did not get to the West Conference Championship. Number Wait. three, Derrick Rose's first ACL tear. Oh, yeah. There Dang. you go. Completely derailed go. a possible yeah. championship team. Number three for me is USU doing what USU does best and losing to Auburn when they absolutely didn't need to. Ooh, good one. Good one. Uh, number three for me is, is is kind of a tough. We actually had a debate between this one, but um, Utah State 2020 basketball team not getting into the NCAA tournament because of COVID. They would have won two games, and they would have been in the Sweet 16. Now, I mean, that would have been amazing, and that still bugs me today. 
Uh, number two, number 12, Wisconsin went to play number five, Purdue, in West Lafayette. Game day went to West Lafayette. Kyle Orton fumbled the ball. Wisconsin ran it back for a touchdown. The Boilermakers barely got into a bowl game that year after going on a massive losing streak, and it completely derailed Joe Tiller's basketball and turf, which was heading somewhere special. Uh, my number two is a package deal when my Green Bay Packers refused to show up to the NFC Championship game against the Seattle Seahawks, the Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> The San Francisco 49ers, Jeez. the Arizona Cardinals, <laughs> all within the last couple Did of years. Did you see there was a petition to change the NFC Championship game to the Who's Green Bay Packers? Who's going to beat the Green Bay Packers? Yes, yeah, it's great. I love that one. Okay, my number uh, two. two, right? Yeah. Okay, My number two is the Jazz losing to the Sonics in Game 7 of the Western Conference Finals in 96. Steel bugs me in Seattle, too. Yeah, They played so well and just couldn't hold the lead. I think they were up by 12 at one point and just... Fell apart. Number one. Number one. Both times Robbie Hummel tore his ACL, but especially the first time. They were the number three team in the country. They went up to Minnesota and he tore his ACL. They would have won the national championship that year. Cody? Uh, My number one, the only sports memory that I have that made me seriously consider not watching NFL football again was Scotty Scotty Miller catching that catch over Kevin King in the NFC championship game this last Look, it's only going to happen again. And Stop. for me, it's the Patriots losing in 07 to the Giants. I mean, to lose to Eli Manning not once but twice hurts. But I, I do, I trade my left knee, my left knee, and my kidneys to get that Super Bowl. To go undefeated at the AJ Knight hashtag Saturday Morning Show. Do it. Yeah, tell me. Yeah, retweet that thing. Keep I heard it it's, a, it's a petition going. Keep it going. Yeah, keep it going. Absolutely. Uh, thanks for listening to Full Court Press. AJ, big thanks to you, man. Nah, happy to be here anytime. Again, if the Jazz or if the Mavericks win, game one is Sunday. We'll talk to you Monday.